Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. The Savachi syndrome, I'm telling you, I'm like, well, holy shit, that was crazy. Wait for it. Thick and slick. <laughs> Yo, what is up everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show, the most uninformed moto podcast on the interwebs. This is episode number 193. We are going to wrap up Daytona Supercross, talk about some Detroit Supercross, talk about some World Supercross, all sorts of cool stuff. Uh, before we get started, just want to thank our sponsors. So first off, our presenting sponsors. First up, Energy Fuel, the best fucking drink out there. Keep yourself fueled, energized, and strong from start to finish. Pick yours up today at CoachRobStore.com. Also want to thank presenting sponsor, Premier Custom Trailers. If you need a trailer, commercial or residential, Premier Custom Trailers has what you need. They work with the best manufacturers in the industry and specialize in all your trailer needs. Sales, service, parts, or rentals, they do it all. PremierCustomTrailers.com, located five minutes south of Kalamazoo on US 131 in Schoolcraft, Michigan. They put the custom in customer service. And our final presenting sponsor... TLR Coatings, Michigan's number one custom powder coating shop. From two-tone wheels to motorcycle frames to small batch production jobs, TLR Coatings will powder coat anything metal the right way. Looking for some custom coating? They do that too. TLR Coatings, serving southwest Michigan and surrounding areas for over five years. Check them out at TLRCoatings.com or on all the major social media networks at TLR Coatings, including TikTok. And if you want to see what their work looks like and you're at the races, make sure to swing by the Moran's Mafia hit and check out the swing arm and stuff on his bike because we coded all of that also on board with us sponsor wise for the show here we've got alias sport holster co dirt bike depot jt cycle adept creative co gutter works isaac nelson designs and clutch media if you would like to see ugh, see if you would like to support the show uh, in any other ways, uh, we have merch links, Amazon links, and Patreon links in the description down below. Speaking of, hold on, pause, um, shoot here. We have a new Patreon, Michael Treese. Thank you, sir, for your Patreon pledge there. Really appreciate it. Uh, and also thanks to longtime patron Curtis Hodges. Thank you. Uh, easiest way you guys can help us out is if you like, subscribe, comment, share the podcast, either in podcast form, on the YouTube, share the race recap video, the interview videos, any of that stuff. Um, sharing is caring and showing is growing. So please do all of that. We got a full pack show tonight. We've got um, We've got Kevin Moran's coming on to talk about his race. Obviously, as per normal, uh, Cole will be here eventually. He's not here right now because Mr. Supercross is late as always. Um, we're going to talk. We're going to race recap the Daytona race here. Give our thoughts on both 250 and 450 class, and then uh, to wrap the show up, we have the guys from Inside the Gate Drop coming on to uh, talk about what they're doing, how they're doing it, everything with Inside the Gate Drop. I'll be real honest; didn't know much about them till they got a hold of me. I've looked him up a little bit, but we're going to get all the info tonight. So, in studio with me right now to start the show off, it is usual co-host. It is the one, the only, the man bear. <laughs> ha 
Uh, we're bringing back the man bear. It is Justin. What's up, bud? Hey. Uh, how's it going? It's going great. You're is a little it? tired today. I am. Hey. Long night, man. I'm getting too old to be out till 2 in the morning. You are 30, which means your day ends at midnight. Thir- at 31 here in less than a month and a half. So, Which means Jesus. your day starts ending at 1130. Exactly. Trust me, you year. lose a half an hour every year until you're about 45, and then it's 9 o'clock. And then I'm just going to get to the point when I get to be 50, it's just bedtime by 5. <laughs> yeah, duh. <laughs> Dinner... <laughs> Dinner at early the, bird special. Dinner I at love the early pon- bird at special. the Ponderosa. Look, I love the Ponderosa and I love early bird specials. Early bird special at Ponderosa and bed by five thirty. You're God, fine. I love no s- problem. Steak and mashed potatoes with some gravy. Good to go. Speaking of, we got to come up with where we're doing our team dinner in uh, Indy, dude. That's a good point. It's next weekend. Yeah, we got to figure this. Unfortunately, out. Unfortunately, we're going to be down one less person, so it's just yeah. two people. Yeah, maybe so. well, maybe three if we get a hold of Brees. Yeah. Forgot about that. Yeah. So. Yeah. I mean, I've been to Indy in a while, so I don't know if there's any new restaurants around. And fortunate thing is, I totally forgot about this, even though it's the, what the week after, like St. Patty. Is it the week after St. Patty's Day, or is it I still the week I, of? I think it's the week of. So if it's the week of St. Patty's Day, that's going to make it a little bit harder to try to find a place. Well, I'm trying to. Uh, I'm trying to do a. I'm, I'm going to call somewhere and oh, okay. like actually be like, hey, we're coming, and we're not going to be late because we're doing it Friday night, which will be pre-race. So. For sure. Yeah, so we're going to have to have dinner by 6.30, 7 o'clock for those dudes. So That's okay. Yeah, I mean, it's fine with me. I got a seven-year-old, too, man. She's got to go to bed also. Got a long day on Saturday. I, so. I usually have dinner by 6 anyway, so I'm good to go. Really trying to hit that early bird special, huh? <laughs> Mashed potatoes, steaks, corn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, nothing, nothing beats last year there. I can't remember which one it was. And Kev's like, yo, I got to go somewhere where I can get, like, chicken and veggies and he just ate bread and then he just smashes a dozen texas roadhouse oh, east rolls God. and i'm just like oh wow chicken and veggies Tra- huh training it's like aj cat and zero because i'm an athlete because i'm an athlete <laughs> i eat bread oh it's awesome it's awesome so um all right so we got a few more minutes here uh before kev comes on um let's talk i wish cole was here because you and i kind of talked about this already but let's talk this world supercross thing that came out so press release came out this week um they essentially (laughs) huge backing saudi group right some saudi investment group that from my understanding is like over 260 billion in in assets and whatever however they say it i think it's don't quote me on this because I don't know this for sure. And I haven't done as much research on it, obviously, as you have or probably other people and stuff. But from the little bit I know, if it's the same Saudi group that I'm thinking of, I'm going to be honestly, I'm going to assume that it's some of the same investors that are actually in Formula One. Like I said, I don't know if that's for sure. Yeah. So don't quote me on that. Maybe I'm speaking out of my ass. But the little bit of information that I've seen that is out there, I think it's some of the same people that invest in Formula One. Now, to what capacity? I don't know. But if it is those same people that I'm thinking of, money is never going to be an issue on any level. <laughs> so I know we kind of talked about this, but just for anyone who doesn't know, so they are talking $50 million for 10 teams over the course of five years. So for any of you who can't do math, that's a million dollars a year per team. Mm-hmm. Now, from what I understand now, this was after we talked, the teams are going to be required to field two 250 and two 450 riders however it is going to be from my understanding too and again this is just some stuff i've heard to change yeah and subject to change is that it is going to be the same as formula one of barring 
a, catastro- a catastrophe race weekend, you are going to be required to field two dudes yeah. per class per race. Because they always have to have somebody on backup, on standby. Because yes. there was a lot of time. Like, actually, this happened uh, early in the year with Alfa Romeo, Kimi Raikkonen, who, which this was his last year, but he had gotten COVID. And obviously, the COVID protocols in Formula One, they're still trying to just pander by everybody's rules. Yep. Wanted to make it look good. If you came down with COVID even the week of, you weren't racing that next weekend. It didn't matter if you had a false test. Ta- well, luckily w- for us, that no longer yes, exists. Yes, exactly. But to, <laughs> but to like piggyback off your point, like Alfa Romeo came into this quite a few times. And it's happened a lot. Ferrari's had to do it over the years. So they always had to have somebody on standby. My question to that is... And we always know with Moto, uh, and it's not. And I'm actually going to bring this up later in the show because there's been rumblings at Star about this. Uh, I'm curious how they're going to do that because we always know how the things work in motocross, especially with these factory teams. They lose a guy. There's usually it's the next best privateer on that bike, mm-hmm. on that bike brand. Mm-hmm. And they usually have a lot of people to pick from, but they, it's always usually who they think is the best guy or who has some connections with the team. But it's always a few weeks later. Like, it takes them the time, the process to fill. I'm going to be curious how these teams do this because if they have to have a backup guy, if he's not always racing that series, we know that obviously these guys, they don't make as much money as Formula One guys to just stand by waiting for a call. Mm-hmm. How are they going to do that? Is this guy always going to be under contract with this team no matter what he's doing? That's going to be very, very interesting to me. That is a new dynamic that we're going to have to deal with that um, we've never had to deal with in motocross and supercross. Never just having a guy that doesn't race every weekend, but he's still under contract just in case. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm curious how they're going to go about that. That's not going to be the easiest thing to do because we're not obviously like Formula One in that sense. Yeah. I I mean, I assume it's going to be just like you said. They're going to be under contract. They're going to be paid to basically probably from probably the way things work. They're probably going to be paid to do testing Mm -hmm. and just stay sharp for that day that someone wads their shit. How weird is that going to be, though? Like if you're just doing that because the formula call Phil and ask him. I mean, I'm I like honestly, I'm serious. Like, I'm that's gonna be a weird thing because you could literally go the whole entire year with never racing. Because the difference with Formula One is that like they test so much, yeah. So that guy is always gonna be constantly doing something. You could have a guy under contract that le- literally never sees the racetrack ever, yeah. And he's just there. Which if he's getting paid, like he probably won't care, yeah. Because he's gonna be riding. But that's gonna be a weird dynamic that they're gonna have to deal with because that guy may never even race one time. I love it because we always talk about we do. You know, we need more jobs. We need more jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, now you've got these riders that are gonna essentially just be waiting in the wings for this stuff. So um, then did, also they're talking about World Supercross. World yeah, Supercross. Yeah, I figured, did you guys see where the funding's coming from? Yeah, so, Saudi, Saudi some Saudi Arab money. Well, we just talked about this, and I don't know as much as everybody else does, but if it's the same people I think of. It's some of the same people that do with Formula F- One. Formula One, yeah, which, yeah. like I said to him, and I just said, fund- funding is never going to be an issue at that point. Yeah, well, they call it a uh, something where the people in Saudi Arabia or something are, are pissed at those kind of people, so yeah. they put their money back into sports to try to oh, yeah. relieve it or some bullshit. Oh, yeah. yeah, but um, yeah, that <laughs> those are some deep pockets, and uh, that's <laughs> billions and billions. And the of funny dollars. thing is, is that like, okay, we say deep pockets, which it is very deep. We're talking two hundred sixty billion was the last thing I heard that this group has in in store or in in whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, fifty, kind of 50 million in store for the, the series, two hundred grand. 
per race or some shit. Yeah, it's like double the payout of of yeah. regular Supercross. And but it's gonna it's gonna be a thing like full blown yep. like Formula One style fucking Supercross. Which and I think the people have failed got to be a little worried. So from what I've heard. They actually are not trying to battle with Feld. They are trying to work with Feld. The people who are going to be worried are outdoors. Uh, outdoors. Because... Which sucks. Because Which we, you heard we talked about this 2023? Yeah, next year, 2023. They are going June through October. Was that what it was or something like that? For this World Supercross mm-hmm. thing. Yeah. But at the same time, they're not trying to pull just every dude from America. From what I understand, too, they don't want the fucking manufacturers involved. Mm-hmm. They want all privately funded They want teams. this to be like Formula One. Yeah, Good. they do. Yeah. Good. But as I said, it's going to it's gonna take from that and like the GPs, me and him have been talking about this. It won't take from as much, I don't think, but it's still, because from what I understand, they're trying to get people from all these different countries they're trying to go to, to race. So that it is just like Formula One. You go to this country, there's these two riders or whatever that all that ride for that country so that locals have someone to root for which like i said you won't get the top guys from the gps because once again unlike us motocross is still king but you'll get so like for instance and i'll just say this like i'll take the 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 yamaha the monster yamaha team as just an example if you had those three guys it's maxim renault jeremy sewer and Koldenoff. Mm -hmm. you're not going to get sewer because Sewer is the number one guy on that team. Okay, and he so is he's the, making a million. Yeah, you're not more. gonna you're not gonna get Maxim Renault, but you could get a Glenn Coldenhoff. And I and I love the Hoff. I, I love Glenn Coldenhoff. But you could get a guy like him to do it. Mm-hmm. I think you could get guys like Febra who are trying to prove themselves, even though he weeded it. Well, yeah, right now he's yeah. It, I mean, you might get a guy that's hard headed like Hurlings that wants to prove everybody that he can ride Supercross. Hurlings, I think, honestly, and we we have we don't have enough time right now before Kev goes on to go into that. I think he'd be the hardest because he is the one guy that I don't think wants anything to do with Supercross, even though he's ridden Supercross and yeah. he likes it. But he's just one of those guys that he's he's got the old school mentality. Like it's outdoors, and he would never say this publicly, but he. Th- he thinks the real men ride outdoors. Well, and, and this I is think that's why I had so much respect for Carmichael. This is me and Justin talked about. It's like, okay, these top guys like that that are making a mil plus a year, mm-hmm. you're not going to pull that. But you could get a Tom Biel, though. I was going to say, these dudes I mean, are making. You could get a Ken Roxon. You three, can get yeah. Justin Brayton. I know two two teams right now that are probably involved with that. Penrite Honda, whoever the money is behind that. Yep. yep. And Mike Nanova. Well, Mike Genova is probably here. No, he already, I know he's in because yeah, yeah. I, I seen something on Twitter going around. Well, where, I'm pretty sure that the dude who owns Penrite has something to do with this series because well, I think yeah. he's the one that helps with the Oz X Open. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I saw Chiz was like, hey, how can I get in on this Supercross thing or whatever? And Michael Lindsay's snake ass. He runs the Vital. Uh, he dropped some information <laughs> that he probably shouldn't drop. But he's like, yeah, get a hold of Genova. Here's another thing, too. So, you know yeah. who actually this series is perfect for if he wants to make some money and just prolong his career? Justin Bogle. Justin Bogle, Justin Brayton, all these guys that are going to get pushed out by the next crop of 450 yes. guys coming in. Yeah, but here's the thing, too. From what I understand, they're not trying to go after these B riders and just make this a B series. Yeah, they're going to have to trying, for a couple years. They're trying. They want to make this. That's why I think that, like, okay, right now they're saying million bucks per team for five years or whatever for 10 teams all this shit like that right but for but if these guys want to do it the way i think they want to do it you're gonna see money flow in there 
that they're not talking about right now. And you're going to see, like, I believe there will be one or two dudes from the U.S. series that they're going to pull in there that you're going to be like, I can't believe they're doing so that. So here's the, here's the big question but with that's that, that's because is, they're going to throw fucking money at are they gonna Are they going to yeah, forego our series and race that because there's more money? Well, then you got a factory yeah. guy like Factory Kawasaki. If these are all privately funded teams, Factory Kawasaki is not going to say, hey, go run this series. Well, no. see, that's a, that's a thing, too, though, you got to think of. Those like guys are under contract for... Yeah, but we from, from my understanding... They were at when they were at the A2 or whatever it was talking. They were talking to all these teams about like, okay, what is it going to take to let them to do it, let them do it or, you know, you guys. But then, like I said, that's where I hear some conflicting stuff of like they were talking to the teams about coming, but then they're talking about they don't want the teams. They all want all private teams. So I don't know. Now, here's a fun fact I learned the other day, too. You can actually buy a or I'm sorry, not buy. You can lease a factory HRC bike, the exact thing Ken Roxon races mm-hmm. for like half a million bucks a year. I mean, that doesn't surprise me. The, 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 so, the number, the number is right. Fuck, or, where do I get half a million? I want to just ride one. I just yeah. that doesn't surprise me though, because like even though I've never heard the bike thing, so that's got to be something that has been going on for a while. They for a long time used to like to like Gavin Grasick, for example. Yeah, like, they leased out some fact like transmission factory transmission yeah. stuffs back to him to him what back in the. Gavin Grace. That all white one? Back in 08? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. Dervage had that bike and it was it wasn't shit. Oh well then people are lying because people are lying. Because I was a lot- I had the wheels off it, the bars, the whole deal, the motor was sitting there. Hmm. It wasn't no factory shit. Hmm. Well. They've been able to lease out shit for a long time, but I don't know. I'm just the whole thing on this is gonna be interesting because a lot of guys too, I don't know, are gonna if they're gonna want to take the chance of moving overseas. And living overseas, anywhere. I, I'm, that's where I'm saying is I don't know how they're going to get top tier. And another thing, there's, too. I mean, there's no way they're going to move overseas. There's no super cross tracks over there. To well, ride. that's what I was about to say. This there, is another problem. Be, the this teams is, are going to be based out of the U.S. It has, it this is has another, to be. But this is another start problem. some compounds somewhere. This is another yeah. problem that they're going to run into, though, with trying to get, like, you go in there and you still get some, like, like Euro dudes. Yeah. These guys have no place to train. Like, property over there is not like it is here in the states where you yeah. can just buy property wherever you want to that's why there is no supercross tracks yeah. to what, ride what's it like in australia australia might be the closest thing but dude yeah. they got so many rules with the government over there yeah, like yeah. it's not the yeah. easiest thing so like this is my that's my biggest question i don't know how they're going to get some of these because you got to think some of these euro dudes i don't know if people realize this that are watching the show some of these euro dudes have never even seen a real supercross track mm-hmm. unless they've been here to the states mm-hmm. why do you think that prado came over here all those years ago hurlings because there's no such thing as supercross tracks over there. Like when they go yeah. do the Paris race, that's the first time a lot of these dudes will ever ride supercross. Yeah. So that's, if you want to call that supercross, yeah. like they can build a track like that over there, no problem. Yeah, but that's going to be. An, but that's my thing. That's going to be an issue. Now, if this group it starts, hey, we're gonna we want some of these tracks being built in yeah. different countries, and that's where they go, like private facilities. Then fine, that's cool. But if they're going to expect that these dudes are just going to jump on these supercross tracks, literally never riding one. That's going to be super sketchy. I doubt, I doubt that's going to be the thing, but I don't know. It's going to be interesting to see, need, needless to say. And I'm pumped because if it does work the way they want it to work, where it turns into awesome. like a Formula One thing, it's going to be fucking sweet. I like that aspect of it, especially the the business side, because we all talk about this. Well, the logistical I, side that we're talking about right now is so interesting to me. But yeah. I will stand by what I said, and we can argue this all the time. If that affects our national series, I'm going to be super pissed. It's going to. It's going to. I'm going to be ta- pissed, but... Yeah, uh, motocross nat- won't go away though. Like somebody else will step up and figure something out. Yeah. It just won't be Davy Coombs. Yeah, and our our outdoor pro motocross series will be like basically a privateer fucking 
yeah. for all, which might be awesome. Like, give those guys away. Oh, yeah, for sure. Too. And But that's the thing, though, too. I'm wondering what that happens, though, because so if how much longer do we have till Kev comes on? Yeah, he said like three more minutes or okay. something. Have so, you talked to him about this? Yeah, this no, topic? No, well, but let's, we let's roll it right into him. So the, the last thing I'll say is, think about this too. If you're a young kid growing up and now your outdoor series goes away, not in full on, but it goes away and like mm-hmm. you're full. So what? You're just literally going to ride outdoors for like almost your entire like young life. And then, oh, no, none of that shit mattered. You're never going to really actually race outdoors professionally. You're going to go ride Supercross. Like, what would be the point of riding outdoors? You think I, it, I think I honestly, my my opinion of this is I think outdoors is going to be like is going to turn into like the supercross thing, and the biggest reason I what think do you, what do you mean elaborate? Okay, so like right now, you can't go just anywhere. Not every track has a supercross. Oh track yeah, yeah. At it, okay, I think you're gonna get that with outdoors, and I think it's gonna be. I think a lot of it's gonna be, unfortunately, due to fucking emissions and noise and all this shit like that which we've already seen how many tracks have we seen go away due to emissions noise county whatever i see that happening and then you're going to get these super cross tracks that are much easier because let's face it what's easier to maintain a two and a half mile fucking track that winds through the hills for sure or a 300 by 300 foot pad that you can have two of them one for beginners you know these amateur super cross tracks or whatever and one for What's it called? I mean, dude, do you not think Redbud would run its whole year on the night track if they fucking could? I think that if if just yeah, hypothetically, I think I'm, that wouldn't be the night track anymore. They would do something different and yeah. bulldoze it, and it'd just be a longer version of a Supercross track. My just thing that are you, I'm... Are you guys just talking that all motocross tracks are just going to turn no, no, no. into these I'm, glorified SJ series? Not, I'm not talking to that. That's what I'm wondering is going to happen if our outdoor series goes away, or in some capacity. It's not going to go away completely, but what's that going to look like? Because once again, and we just talked about this, with, I said this about J-Mart in our group text, J-Mart is one of those guys that he just rather ride out, like, hey, yeah. if I could just ride outdoors. There's guys that don't want to ride Supercross. Yeah. Only because they have to. Yep. Hello, hello. All right, and our first guy up of the night, privateer hero, Mr. Kevin Morans, brought to you by the Dirt Bike Depot. Hold on, let me get my read. Shit. That was the first Come one. Come on, brother. Uh, John, hey, really hey, 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 everybody quiet on hey, set. Hey, man, I hope your professionalism can rub off on this, man. The Dirt Bike Depot. If you need some new moto gear but don't want to pay those expensive retail prices, shop the Dirt Bike Depot for all your moto gear needs. Gear sets, boots, helmets, goggles, and more. They specialize in athlete-only boots as well as tons of more items that you can't buy in stores. Follow them on Instagram at the Dirt Bike Depot and DM them with any questions you may have. He is also a Dirt Bike Depot rider. Hey, Kev, what's up, buddy? How's it going, guys? Dude, so we're going to fire off right here at the beginning. We're not going to talk about your race first. So we are over here spitballing about this World Supercross Series. Have you heard about this? So I've heard about it. Justin and I have been talking about it a little bit. Um, I've heard that it is pretty much it's not possible unless you're on a factory ride. So it's kind of like GPs is kind of what I've heard. Yes. Yep. From what we well, we don't have much information. We just have whatever came out in the press release or whatever. So, have you? Uh, so, from what I understand, there it's going to be mostly privately funded teams, a la like MCR and stuff. Have you? Uh, have you wandered your way over to the MCR truck to be like, hey, heard you guys might be doing something with this. Uh, got any interest in a nice, uh, nice privateer, nice Midwestern guy? <laughs> no, I didn't even know that. Wait, have you heard that NCR is going to do something with it? I have seen a little bit of 
talk about it like on Twitter and stuff from Vital MX, which is Michael. We all know it's Michael Lindsay running that account. Yeah. Um, Chisholm was saying something about, hey, uh, how can I get in on this deal or whatever? And then the Vital MX account went back and was like, hey, talk to Genova about it or something. So I, I got to no, imagine. I haven't heard anything about it. Yeah, I got to imagine Genova's. I mean, he likes jumping in on weird, random stuff like that. So um, I, I would imagine he's part of it. If it's privately funded as well, so yeah, yeah, it sounds like um, it's going to be a tough thing to get into. But I mean, I'm all about it. That's, would, that was my next question. Like, how do you feel about it? If you get the opportunity, are you in that shit in their like swimwear? So wait, like, I honestly don't even I don't even know what the schedule is. Like, what what dates have we got going so, on? Okay, I so haven't even dropped any of that. They yet, haven't dropped any of that. What we what we've heard in the press release is that the 2022 season is going to be in the fall slash early winter so essentially the same it's going to be like the off-season stuff we have now now whether that 100 percent i'm about that. now whether that includes the off-season races that we have right now or not we don't again we don't know any of that information um but then supposedly the 2023 season is going to be um what did we say june through through october October, something like that uh is when the schedule is going to be set for um so essentially the same exact time as the outdoor series uh so yeah so that creates some interesting stuff and uh also what we know so far is that the teams are going to be required like formula one to have two 450 and two 250 riders on the track every single race barring obviously a, a catastrophic something at on a race weekend uh but outside of that week in and week out uh it is going to be two riders 250 two riders 450 which means and, you always have to have a guy on standby just in case somebody gets hurt bingo mm-hmm. yeah that is true so, so is that how the gp guys do it no that's how formula one does it because yeah. the group that is putting oh, a lot of really? money into this group the saudi group that's how yeah. Formula One, they always have a guy on standby just in case something happens. So he is under contract the entire year. But me and Travis were talking about this before we started the show. The problem is is that that guy may never actually even race. Now, he's getting paid no matter what, but he might actually never see the racetrack. It's no different than Phil I mean, and, and JGR. They do the same thing in NASCAR, and it works pretty yeah. damn well with Phil. Yeah, but there's also some different stuff, though, that like the way Formula One does it, if that's their program they're going after with these guys. Gotcha. Needless to say, it's interesting. I mean, honestly, it could turn into a really good deal. Yep. I'd be all about it because then you can go American Supercross and then go World Supercross. Mm-hmm. Just yep. Get out of outdoors. Yep. So, I don't know. It's interesting, man. I would also... I guarantee... Sorry. No. Nope. I just totally interrupted you. But I was going to say, I guarantee 90% of the 450 field would love that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So... Um, yeah, no, needless to say, I would definitely, uh, make sure that my nose was poked into Rocky Mountain, MCR, uh, I don't know who else throughout the pits. I don't know if Team Solitaire's got enough cash. Really cool, <laughs> I don't know if they do unless either. Unless the nuclear blast is just putting up a whole bunch of money. Yeah, right. but here's I mean, th- maybe like Hep Suzuki, Twisted I was going to say, but here's the thing. Know, They're like going to get a million bucks a year to do this. Yeah. On top of, from what I understand, logistically the actual promoters are taking care of it. So mm-hmm. they don't have to actually pay to put the bikes in the crates and ship them or whatever. Club actually might be involved. I was going to say, because now the muck off is involved. Yeah. Like all these private teams, I would definitely have my nose in and around and make sure they knew who I was to, until we well, find out some more I've info heard, on this. I've heard that they have to, each team has to pay 
X amount of dollars to even become a team, and then things are provided for them. So it's not like mm. they got to buy into it. Yeah, that could, which is yeah, like how gotta, Formula that, One works. That's what I've heard, but I don't know. Yeah, well, that could be too. I, like I said, I don't know. I they when the press release came out, it was fifty million bucks for the next uh, five years for ten teams. No, you're good. You're good. <laughs> so, um. Yeah, but anyway, okay. Enough of the uh, enough of the world Supercross talk until we get some more info here. Um, uh-huh. how, tell us, tell us about your Daytona race here, Mister Kev. Um, piss poor, if you ask me. Uh, just quite unfortunate. I sent you that video. Did you get the video? Yeah, I did. With you uh, tipping over into that tough block there in that corner. Kind of. So, uh, LCQ didn't get my normal Kevin Moran start. Uh, but I still came in in the second corner, like six, seventh, and, uh, coming over the, um, it might get loud again here in this jiffy, but, uh, coming over like the scrub jump, I was on the inside of cross. He had a little bit of a wheel on me, but I had the line more or less. Um, and I planned on just kind of trying to stick in the line. Well, I ended up hitting a braking bump, which then tossed my rear end off the ground wasn't able to break so cross and i made more um uh, made colli- like we collided uh which i didn't really plan on doing and uh hit hard enough to the point where it took him out on the outside and then it pushed me over the tough block on the inside i would have been all right yes i kind of went over the bars got right back up was getting ready to go but my shifter had punctured through the cover of the tough block and was lodged inside of the tough block so I had to sit there and try to wiggle it out and get it out and whatnot. By the time I got going, I was more than probably 10 seconds behind last place uh, and then just came back as far as I could and ended up, I don't know, like 12th or something like that. So rode really well in the LCQ after the fact, but that that kind of stuff's not acceptable. That was a pretty rookie mistake by me on uh, the first lap when I was in probably a pretty good potential position. So really wish I could redo that. LCQ over, but part of racing. What did you uh, What did you think of the track itself? Like the layout, the dirt. All that? is this your first Daytona, or did you race there last year too? No, I raced there last year. Last year was my first ever round on a 450 there last year. Oh, okay. Um, and that's the one I whole shot at the LCQ and then faded to six or something like that. Okay. Um, but uh, overall, I mean, I thought it was, it was pretty good. I think it was a little bit more tame of a track. Um, than it was the last year. Uh, definitely still had some gnarly sections and whatnot, but when it comes to just like the pure roughness, I didn't think it was as bad. It looked like it seemed pretty one-lined. Do you feel like it, it was one-lined when you were coming um, through the pack, or yeah, were you able to make some moves? Yeah, I would, ha- I would have to agree because, like, I had I was stuck behind a couple kids for two and two and a half, three laps mm-hmm. um, that I shouldn't have had problems Not getting around. I, only place, <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, should have uh like the only really place good place to pass was either that long rhythm after the um finish line or because after that it was goat trail to through the mechanics area everybody was kind of going inside i even banked around the outside uh right coming into the mechanics area which was fast but everybody funneled to the inside of the next corner more or less at least in the lcq um, then everybody kind of tiptoed around the inside of the next one after that little rhythm on the off camber deal. And yeah, all the way to the whoops is, it was pretty much one line. So, 
Uh, you can get creative if you can get around somebody, but yeah, I just struggled a little bit, so I would have to agree with you. Okay. Um, anything else about the track or his race that you guys got? No. No. We just, I just didn't. Obviously, I didn't watch all the practice, and I just didn't get to see him too much in the main. Like we just, like I saw where he where he went down in the LCQ, but yeah, I just like I said, I didn't get to watch much of him yet last night. So what yeah. was your what was your heat race like? Because you were what, just one spot out, two spots out. Um. So. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, I kind of had we had a little bit of a miscommunication on pit board because I didn't know where I was to an extent. I was pulled. Damn it, Chris! Ninth <laughs> at the beginning. No, it was actually my dad. Oh, so damn, damn it, dad! dad. So my dad <laughs> no, <laughs> well, he couldn't like the the live timing wouldn't load for him. Yeah, and, I mean, we don't have headsets, which is one thing I really need to get on top of. I've tried hitting up a couple radio companies, but haven't got anything solidified. Um, but, um, yeah, long story short, just didn't really know what place I was in. I got ninth, 10th, and then I saw all of a sudden like 14th and then I was like, well, I'm just kind of confused. Um, <laughs> uh, but I, ended, I think I ended up like 12th in the, um, heat race and then, uh, yeah, LCQ just did not go the way I wanted it to go. Kev's just trying to do basic math at his head during the heat race. <laughs> like what the fuck is happening? Yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, how was your week in Florida? What'd you do? Something cool? Did you did Starling uh, have the track? Go to Razzles, bro. Starling have the track at his house. Was yeah, it awesome? I'm interested in that. Um, it, no, he didn't have his. No, he doesn't have a track at his house anymore. <laughs> oh, Damn it. Yeah, I know. Yeah, we've all seen. But the uh, no, other than uh, that, dope. Just did a a couple, couple bike rides and got one day of riding in at a, a buddy at his place. I think it's CJ's. Uh, he owns a cycle shop down here and uh, did a uh, little bit of riding on his little backyard track, um, which is kind of more of like a 65, 85 kind of track, but it was still sandy. Um, kind of got me at least in the realm of slippery, sandy kind of stuff. And then, uh, yeah, went racing. Um. God, I'm blank. Oh my like, god! I had this a follow up there, and then I just wow, fucking brain faded wow. so hard. Damn. This fucking guy. Oh, Jesus. God. Oh god! Did we lose a GoPro this week? Oh uh, no, we did not. Thank goodness. Thank God. Jesus. Still I was trying to get a hold of GoPro to see if they'll um, replace one of them for us. Yeah, they should just mail you like six or seven of them. And be great. <laughs> for real. Fucking hook it up. So did uh, did you boys go up and down the strip or anything after at nighttime? You guys go check all that out, or you guys just hit get in the van and get um, back to business? Well, the uh, the main event or whatever. Okay, so obviously I wasn't in the main event, unfortunately. But as soon as my LCQ ended, I hadn't I haven't been able to do a whole lot of bike work like at all this season. Mm-hmm. Um, so I immediately we washed the bike. My dad and I ripped it. The swing arm part, the linkage part, rig grease, all that stuff. Obviously, because we just had a sand race, too. I wanted to get clutch, um, chains, sprockets, grips. Like, I wanted to do all that, which we didn't have time to do literally almost any of that. By the time we got everything washed, ripped apart, re-greased, we only were able to get the swing arm and the linkage. I uh, wanted to do the steering stem, so that didn't even happen. Chains and sprockets didn't even happen. Clutch didn't happen. So, I've got a lot of work to do in Detroit. But yeah, long story short, we didn't. We didn't. We were out pretty late. What's so, the? Uh, what's the? What's yeah? The, didn't. Oh, go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. Nope. Nope. 
what's the uh what's the plan this week man you just driving up uh driving up north here or what no so i'm staying at justin's right now i think he is leaving wednesday um and then Sater and i fly out thursday oh okay cool yeah we're flying up for this one sweet what are you sending the bike with starling um uh no what did you say or who, 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 the Starling. Starling, yeah. That's oh, I thought you said Star. I was like, I wish. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fuck. KTM in the back no, of the Yamaha um, rig. Nice. Well, we're hearing Chisholm uh, snuck his way into that somehow. But uh, the, the next level, the next level racing team. That's like who's been taking my stuff around. Okay. Around I guess I didn't know that. <laughs> is that yeah, like is that the Chris's deal? Is that the Redline deal or is that something different? No, that's something different. So, so I'm with. Redline for what is it? I think it's ten out of the seventeen rounds. Oh, okay. They will be there, and I'll be pitting with them. But I'm a part of the red or the next level team, which they are taking my stuff to all of the rounds, and then I'll more or less just push my bike from their trailer over to the Redline trailer when Redline is there. Oh, okay. Travis, feel like you should know this. Well, so I do what? watch the vlogs and I see the next level stuff, but I I guess I just haven't asked to be like, what is the deal with the next level stuff? What mm. what is the next level thing? Because I know it's like you and Starling, and I don't know who the fuck else is involved in that. No. What, what is the situation with Star- that? No, Starling's not a part of it. Oh, but boy. it is. Wow, I'm me, way off Freddy, base. This is great. <laughs> me, Freddie Norin, John Short uh, was Van Martin before he got hurt, and then we got a couple other. We got like Greason, uh, Devin Raper. Um, Ty Freehill, I think that's actually the extent of it. Is those also we have all those guys that are a part of it, hmm. and it's more or less just a bunch of privateers that kind of bought into the little program to get the trailer from race to race. Oh, okay, basically, you, know, you guys the bike, the parts, the gear. You guys kind of got together and made your own TPJ, I guess you could kind of say. Ooh, to an extent. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. 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 Did you did you tell him? Maybe he already knew. Like after we got done with the breeze conversation. Oh yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> Brees is doing the TPJ thing. No, did you tell him about like? Never mind. We won't go into that. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, you yeah. talked to me about it after. Nah, nah. that was kind of funny. Yeah. Anyway, uh, <laughs> okay. I can only imagine what it was talked about. So we'll talk about that later. Yeah. <laughs> we got a couple weeks. We're gonna see you here. So, uh, anything else you guys got? Uh, nah, man. What's yeah, the? We'll be there this weekend, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah we'll but, be here. We're right, good. I say we'll be there Saturday morning, man. So yeah, but you're gonna you're gonna have to come in the stadium, and we'll have to meet you because there's no fucking not getting the test. That yeah. You, yeah, we're not obviously getting tested to go in there. So yeah, so we'll have to meet up in the stadium sometime between practice and the night show or something. So, alrighty, man. So yeah, uh, just uh, yeah, maybe hang out after. I don't know. What's your? Are you flying out Sunday morning or what? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, we're gonna be we're gonna be in town for a little while after because like we're driving back and forth because it's only a couple hours, but we're not yeah. we're not sitting in traffic after the race. So yeah, I feel that. So yeah, what's so, a little little MGM action. I was say no. We're uh, what's the other one that's right down there? Motor City. Yeah. That's no, not Motor City. Is that the one that's right downtown by like the Greek? So Kevin, what's the goal for Detroit? <laughs> Oh yeah, Greek Town. Yeah, that's where. That's well, where these two assholes talk about casino. What we're well, talking we're about? We're trying to see what Kev wants to do after. We're, we're gonna have some nightlife with the man. Oh god. Anyways. I mean, yeah, we're gonna go in the Greek Town Casino. And we got hang one of his sponsors coming into town with us. 
Wink, wink. Yeah. What? So that means never <laughs> what mind. Never mind. It's nothing. <laughs> Look, we're going to the Greek Town <laughs> Casino after the race, bro. Be there or be square. I'll be there so I can spend my uh, my Moto Aftermath bonus money. Oh, <laughs> hey, no, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm into that. Spend Travis's money. It's either you just walk in there wow. and it's we put our balls on the crossbar pad. I am glad we either do red Kevin, or we do just, black. You Kevin's pick just red great. or black, that and you, bonus you either money. double it or lose it. A bonus money. That's I'm glad awesome. Everyone thinks I have not, all not this money. About the, not talking about the Patreon money. Talking about the bonus money. The bonus. <laughs> The I'm, I'm putting that. I'm put, hey, I'm putting that on myself because Kev's got to start doing better at what he's doing. The bonus money better include a lot of. Yeah, I'd like to thank my main sponsor, the Moto so, Aftermath Show, on that fucking. So, what's the bonus money the, look like if Kev gets inside the top fifteen? Like, what's what's that look like? Look, the bonus uh, money. So we've technically already done that on paperwork, so Ooh. that that bonus has never hit. Oh. I haven't. I haven't gotten. I haven't gotten a bill for that top fifteen bonus. Man. Nor do I remember. Uh, nor do I remember this discussion uh, on a top fifteen bonus. Our okay. man Travis here is going to have to Waffle. go get an insurance policy on you. I oh, am. I got to call Lloyd's of London this week here. Uh, look, man, just use this right. Look, man, we may have. We might have some. We might have some casino money for. Uh, you know, if we if we win the LCQ or like we're top qualifier and we drop our you know Moto Aftermath show TLR code. Actually, shouldn't it be more? No, I got it. I got it. Here's what we. On the microphone in the stadium. Yeah. Kev earns the bonus money. Oh boy, here we go. But you don't give it to him unless he gambles it in roulette. <laughs> I was gonna say, shouldn't Kev actually make more money for I'd just making it straight through the heat race and not you, winning you hear the man? Did you hear the man? No, he's I'm, down. Oh well, see, no, there should be more money because I need the names oh, said. You know, but it's also more of an accomplishment to go Which is straight why we need the, him on the it. top of the board of of B practice oh, there, or oh. we need him, you know, winning that LCQ so he can name drop on the mic in the stadium, or he just you know top of the board in, in practice. Yeah. He wins the heat, or you know, Although post it, the heat race. It, Oh, that's the main. In all fairness, yo, I thought I had, I thought I had the whole shot in the heat race this weekend. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, yeah, Matt and I locked bars and we both went off track. I was God, that's got to be scary going right toward that fucking crowd. Considering <laughs> so many people do it every year, <laughs> they're right there. <laughs> you just see, you just see the wall. Yeah, just Carmichael style, just dragging across uh, the pavement. God. Anyway, all right. Anything else for Kev? Just what's? I mean, obviously the goal is to make it in the main this weekend, but like, just what's the goal, Kev? For Detroit, yeah, yeah, main event, nothing less. Okay, good. Literally, wow, that well, was you, a very in-depth question there. Well, hey Look, man, man it's we just, got we I got Chiz out. Chiz is out. Then uh, oh, that's a better Ch- hole shot. Chiz is out. That that that's true. He's going to star, filling in. What? Oh, yeah this this is the conversation we were having going to have later. Uh, Kev, yeah. what were you in? So okay, good. I didn't get to watch second uh, second practice. What were you in time qualifying? Uh, twentieth. Okay, so that's two weekends in a row, top so, 20. What? Nope, go ahead. Well, no, so I was, sorry, re- correction. I was 20th after A practice, and then, like, March Banks obviously went a little faster than me and a couple other guys, so I ended up 23rd overall. Okay. All that's right. still, dude, that's, that's an improvement. Is, yeah. yeah. Still good. Yeah. All right, cool, cool. I was just wondering, because me and Travis were at, talking about that, and I just didn't know because I didn't get to see second practice. So, um, that's yeah. got, I mean, I, I know that. You know, you want to be closer, you know, inside the teens and stuff, but that's got to be a little bit of a confidence boost just now considering. Oh, 100%. Okay, yeah. Where you were at the beginning of the and year like and knowing, now you get closer. Yeah, knowing, yeah, exactly. And knowing going into the heat race is like, yo, I'm within, well, I was 23rd, but realistically, like I know with my race capabilities, I'm within the top 22 fastest dudes on the track. So Ex- I need to make it happen. Exactly. So that's why it's mad disappointing when I don't do it. Yeah. Bingo. Of course. All right. Cool. 
Nope, I got nothing else after that. Okay, cool. Well, thanks, Kev, man. We, uh, oh, shout the Patreon out real quick because I know we got to get that Patreon oh, yeah, love. Sure. Oh, for sure. You know what I mean? Uh, but no, that's actually starting to build. So we're doing good. Uh, if people want to jump on board. It helps us get to the races, helps keep Sater uh, coming to the races and the vlog happening. Um, Moransmafia.com. If you just go straight to it, you might have to type in www.moransmafia.com. Uh, fill in a little information. Uh, you guys will get a text. Join in. And, yeah, all proceeds go back to paying for flights, hotels, Seder, uh, everything that we have going on within our program, uh, including parks and whatnot, which we seem to keep going through. So, yeah, go check it out. It helps us quite a bit. So everyone that watches and the show, go sure, do it. always – well, yeah, well, I didn't hear what you said, but and then yeah, always uh, keep uh, keep on top of the vlogs every week. Everyone in the show that watches it, go do it. Sharing yeah, is caring, help and growing is showing. Oh God! <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thanks, Kev. We appreciate you coming on, buddy, and uh, we'll we will see, see you this weekend in Detroit. Yeah, call me back as, uh, as soon as you get done with the the podcast. We talk a little bit more. <laughs> All right, sounds good. <laughs> Later, brother. Later, man. All right. Bye. All right, Kevin Moran's, everyone. Good. Brought to you by the Dirt Bike Depot. Good stuff. Good, Good stuff. stuff. Those Dirt Bike Depot hats in yet? No. No, we'll get those Neither probably Kevin Moran's in Indy hat. or next. Indy, Detroit or Indy. I don't know. I'll text Got to Max. corner the guy in person. I'll Neither. text him this Neither weekend. Kevin yeah. Moran's hat, which is super bummed because I'm... Oh, unless fuck. It comes, I forgot to bring that up. Unless it, com- I unless, it comes this, unless it comes you this week. blew it on that, though. Unless it comes this week, I'm not going to have it for Detroit, which I really wanted it for Detroit. <sighs> Should I answer the phone, bro? Look, man, we're not going to get it. Anyways. Boys, speaking. All right, hold on. We'll wait till 4.50 class I say we got We got to take a break here, and then we'll come back, and we'll do the... The, race the last thing here. I was going to say is I I saw him go down and like the first thing I thought of is, is I fucking saw that KTM and I'm like god damn it I was like that's fucking Kev and then they didn't see him for like a lap or two and then I just see him dead last on the board I'm like motherfucker I was like a start was decent and then sounds like shit. every single one of my fantasy team riders yeah 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 by the way yeah spank stubs again this weekend bullshit you did yo <laughs> Actually, this motherfucker only beat like me on a technicality yeah, no i was beating him he, i had him by two points and then oh, anderson and the, the penalty came down <laughs> and now i beat him by three hey take it how you can get it awesome. i guess because i can't i'm just i'm just taking it yeah, yeah well Lyman was better than all of us this weekend so it doesn't matter that's all right you are hey in all fairness you're the highest with your 96 points behind me well and I, ha- and, I ha- and I had beaten everyone like three weekends in a row and then the penalty came down which i totally forgot how about many, how many rounds we got left what are we on round nine are we on round that's nine? like yeah so we, so we got so we got eight rounds yeah. left so in all fairness look man you, i'm uh, happy with where i'm doing considering like how you, bad i'm it not was. you know i want to no you've been i'm gonna go you've oh. done pretty bad bro Dude, you've done what real the bad. fuck though low because like i feel like i'm going with safe picks the guys that should be safe and they shit the fucking day you know what's and we'll get to this in the two kyle peters bro yeah we're gonna do this in the yeah, 250 i want to talk literally about tipped over in a fucking sand talk, corner why yeah, are they hauling him off the track we need to talk about kyle peters in the 250 yeah all right well let's take a break here and we'll come back with the race recap so we'll be right back all right and we are back we are going to start with the 450 race oh, whoa, recap whoa, 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 uh brought 50 yeah, brought to you by Gutterworks. Make sure to check them out at gutterworksgutters.com. If you are in the southwest Michigan area, Josh and Kayla, great moto people who support Show the sport. So make sure to support people who support the sport and support us. Sick Tomac Championship he's shirt, bro. Hey, he's he's hey, bro. He's are you going to take the jacket off? Or what, I'm going to show the camera. This right. shit. Me, what he, are you doing? <laughs> he's wearing a medium. Medium. And yeah, it should be in an extra large. Yeah. That's definitely a little tough. <laughs> 
<laughs> get you. Hey, wow. if they only produced like 50 of these, you uh, take what you can fucking get. That's true. Would you have worn a small if it would have been there? Uh, I didn't plan on ever wearing this. Oh, yeah, because it's Tomac. Yeah. Because it's Tomac. It's not he's on a Yamaha, no, he's cool. And I got a belly now, but uh, my Anderson one is a large. Oh, well, And uh, I will be wearing that to the but race. Tomac got cooler when he got on that Yamaha and loosened up a little bit, you know, so. All right. Uh, Mr. Six-time. Spe- I was going to say, six-time Daytona winner. I mean, that's impressive. Oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, you, uh, he did, you fucking earned it, too. Yeah, well, I, I don't mean, think Coop would, I don't think he would have got around Cooper. Yeah, I don't, mm, I don't think so, either. I'm a 50-50 toss-up on that. Well, we talked about that. Like, Yeah. Yeah. The only place he had him was the whoops. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so Tomac goes out and wins. He looked okay yesterday, mm-hmm. but he was not superstar Tomac that we've seen before at Daytona. Um whether that was the track, whether that was bike setup, who the fuck knows? But I mean, that bike was all over the dude. He was man in on the fuck out of the thing. But in hey, practice. when I watched him in practice, I was like, "Who is this loose guy?" Did you see that fucking what was it the uh, double option after the t- uh, the over under where you could go go outside and go three or go two two over? Yeah, yeah. Uh, dude, every time he was like tagging the landing with a rear wheel, and there was one time where he was waiting the front, and that back end got completely fucking sideways going up the face. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, Eli's gonna die in the first practice. It's gonna be great. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, I mean, so he got her done. Seventeen point lead now. There was—I don't know if you guys caught this, and I think the camera only caught it twice. Maybe he only did it twice because it was sketchy. But I think he started doing it like eight eight minutes to go, maybe seven minutes. So you know the the tunnel jump, not the over under, the tunnel to go in the pits. When they got into lap traffic, he was actually launching that tunnel to flat, and when the bike was geeing out and it would unload, he was actually using that unload to lift and bounce over, over the breaking bumps. Breaking bumps yeah. And I watched Bro. him the first time do that, and I was like, Bro. I was like, oh, that's that's sketchy as fuck. And they did it again, which doesn't yeah, surprise me. That's some shit when you know he's feeling it. But you I was like, you want to know who did that or w- in practice? Like I said, I wouldn't. I didn't get to watch all of practice, so Jet was doing that in practice. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's yeah, the he's thing, though. Kind of wheel tapping. That's in. the thing, though. Yeah. Like Jet, that doesn't surprise me because like of how sluice he is on the bike. But when I watch Eli do that, I'm like, oh, he probably didn't even mean to do that. Uh, but like when Eli's feeling it, he rides like that. If you go back and look at his season on oh, that guy Kohana number seventeen, well, or, we know the fucking wheeling through the whoops on well, the not, not even that. Whatever, anybody can wheelie through the whoops. Yeah, it's but not I don't that know hard. if anybody go third gear wide open through the whoops. <laughs> Yeah, I mean that was ballsy for me. Yeah. <laughs> it was pretty sick though. Yeah, yeah. Um, no, like when he was jumping up into that corner and Glenn Helen. Oh and yeah, and like even his champ. Did he win an outdoor title? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that year the way he was jumping around bumps. I like one race specifically was Freestone, mm-hmm. just jumping through that shit. And you don't see it all the time, but when you see him start doing stuff like that, like he's fucking. Well, the reason why when I it. saw him do it and I didn't think he meant to do it is because he did it in traffic. Like, he had a lap. I don't know who it was, but he had a lapper in front of him, and I'm thinking, oh, like, he got real lucky because, like, obviously he launched it, and he landed right on the rear wheel, and then he kind of changed directions and went to the outside, and then he did it again. I'm like, oh, okay. I'm like, that's a nice little sick line. Probably only, like, two other people will do it, but mm-hmm. nice. Good for him. Jet did it. Yeah, but he didn't do it in the main, though. Jet's the fucking man. Okay. But we'll get to that. Oh, um, yeah. He's the man. He's a fucking child pulling off a lap early. Couldn't do a right. burnout. Well, t- anyways, tell me. <laughs> we'll get to that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, I guess we could just transition into Coop. I, 50-50, I said the same thing. I don't know if he wins that race, man. I don't yeah, think I don't so. Know. I'm 50-50 uh, You know Coop ain't giving it. that shit up. No. And Coop, I'll tell you and what, man. He, he could outsmart that motherfucker. He and... Could. We saw how Tomac reacted when somebody was doing counter passes and all that. He backed yeah. up. I don't know if it was blame, blame pie on McElrath. Really, I mean, obviously, yes, that did cost him the race. But At the time, like any- I told you, 
I was like, what the fuck are you doing, Shane? And then now, since I rewatched it again this morning, I watched yeah, it over. He was I'm out like, of the main line. I was like, it wasn't Shane. And like I said to him, I don't think Shane thought that he was going to close up that quickly because, dude, he had a huge gap mm-hmm. on him. And Shane was like, there's no way he's going to catch me yeah, from that far And he back. just he did exactly what he should well, do. And he elaborate. didn't know that Coop was just going to bang the right side of yeah. the book. Yeah. So Nobody I was. And, and I don't even think last night, if you watch the if you watch the podium interview, like even Coop was not upset. Like obviously he's he probably upset about the it, moment, but he was like he was like, look, I should have I should have thought about that more. I should have anticipated that. But so, like I said, man, if that overall racing thing, yeah, if that doesn't happen though, ah, man, dude, just, I don't think Tomac gets him. I don't know if I don't know, know. if it, know if it 50, was because 50, the man. dirt was better. The bike looked really good, honestly. Like real honestly, the bike. I know we've been talking about that KTM. The bike looked good. I heard that they said they found something. I mean, who knows what that was? But like his whoop speed was good a couple weeks ago. Not it wasn't super good, but it was no, good. but like it's good by coupe standards, I yeah. guess you could say. Do you know who else looks pretty fucking good in the whoops? And Marv. Yeah, which I don't know where that came from. Yeah. All of a sudden, Have you guys heard like who Coop's working with now? Who's he working with? DB. No, Lawrence's dad. Is his riding coach now? Apparently, that's, does he? That's what I'm hearing. Yeah, that's what I'm hearing. So that's an interesting thing. I mean, that would make sense. They're Fi- all trained together. Yeah, anyway, fire burner, and then I mean, use him. Interesting. Going from one Aussie to another. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I don't know. Is he gonna I, go to Chad? I don't know. I've, only, go I've only heard that through the grapevine, so I don't have anything solidified. Is he go to Chad next. Chase yeah, has well, been riding with Chad, so like what? The Chase Chad thing's super interesting too. Yeah, I mean Chad whatever. thing. Chase yeah, Exxon's been riding with Chad lately. Well, I thought it was only a week that they oh, did that. Oh, so student work, so he went to his next idol. Who's yeah. He gonna well, I think, Chad is, that, I, I think Chad Hopefully. is a guy that can articulate things a little bit better than James. Yeah. So, Probably. I mean, it would I, make, it would I think Chad will tell him to fuck off, too, if he needs to. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then Chase will come back, and Chad will be like, when you win as many races as I do, then come back to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And Chase will be like, true. Yeah, well, and I mean, speaking of Chase, real quiet third last night, but let's mm-hmm. face it, if Anderson and Malcolm don't go down, he's maybe fifth, maybe. <sighs> Dude, I, once again, I... Because Ando was beating him, and I think Mookie was beating him, and we, we've talked about this a little bit before the show, and we'll get into this here, but but I mean, realistically, that was just a really quiet... There was nothing that stood out on the page for me for Sexton yesterday. No, I mean, he really. was... Not even a flashy heat race or anything like he that. Was no. He was honestly... I thought that he was going to be a little more sketchy there, and he was actually just kind of solid the whole day. Yeah. Like, nothing mm-hmm. like Cole just said, nothing real flashy, didn't put any really crazy heaters in. Nope. Didn't get super sketchy from what we saw. I mean, we didn't see him a lot. We saw him more in the heat race, obviously. Yeah. Just good. I mean... Just good. Just I feel bad. like a track like that, with the way it breaks down late in the main, is kind of tailor-suited for a guy like Chase's technique. Yeah. So, like, he's definitely going to be able to conserve more energy in spots where the guys are kind of just chasing their tail I, I don't know i mean good third good i mean if he could just if he could do that all the time i mean he'd be right he would have been right in this points battle but you know obviously he's got he does some other shit uh fourth place your dude mr dylan again i think if ando if ando doesn't go down i think ando beats him i don't agree with that at all. i think so i don't think so at all i think so too uh mookie as well uh dylan, don't that who, who did dylan not be able to pass in the, the heat i don't remember was it the heat then no mookie he got won? he got second he got behind wasn't he in the coupe heat? well whoever I don't remember. if he was in the coupe heat or whatever he tried giving battling for the win and whoever wanted pulled away from it he was another no. he was another one yesterday that what it was in the it was in the coupe heat because malcolm won his heat and he wasn't in the same heat as malcolm yeah okay well yeah I yeah guess. but i mean now look at but see that's the thing though is if you're going off that looking at coop just got second in the main yeah so but I, I, did, I just look at I just look at Dylan as like uh, I, there wasn't anything yesterday that what he wasn't super fast in practice. 
There was nothing super fast about his heat race. He was just another dude that was there. And through product of circumstances, yeah, he pulls off a fourth. Told you he was going to get top five, though. I told you he was going to beat Malcolm. God damn, he did beat Malcolm on a technicality. He doesn't matter. On a technicality. Doesn't fucking matter. Doesn't fucking matter. Oh, told you, you he was going to get top five, him. and he was going to beat Malcolm, and he did. That's okay. I lost a bet to Tom Cooper last night, too, because I told him that fucking Dylan wouldn't be in the top five. So on a technicality, I lost that bet also. So. Well, it's not a technicality. It just it's racing. Well, it's yeah, not technical. I mean, technicality is a penalization. That's he just well, beat he did him. get penalized, <laughs> <laughs> and he still and he still would have beat him whether he got penalized or not. Uh, so that's not on a technicality. But he got it's penalized, just, so it's a technicality. Yeah, it's, it's a technicality. It's, it's a technical technicality. But hey, yeah. but hey, let's just let's just say that. He did not jump off the page like you thought he was going to at Daytona. No, but I was. He still got top five, and he still beat Malcolm. So that's all that matters. I was right on that. <laughs> hey, here man, we go. hey man, you take do this. You do the, the same little, thing. Taking with, the little wins here. You do hey, the same thing with take, stuff. Take it's, your little. Take your little win. Oh, I was right again. So I mean, hey. take your take your little win. And I heard <laughs> and I heard Cooksey and and uh, what's his nuts talking about it on Cooksey's show today, dude. That guy won. He won the outdoor title, and all you homers like you just went. He's gonna fuck it. Oh, Supercross! Give me. There's nothing that's proven he can do anything. Like he, yes, he won a 250 Supercross title. He won two 250 Supercross. Titles. We could go down a list of guys that won, won two. that won 250 Supercross titles mm-hmm. and didn't do shit afterwards. There is. I mean, there are a few dudes that have won two two fifty supercross titles and ain't done shit. But yeah. see, here, here's so, the thing. Here's the thing, though. If you're oh just boy, basing it go. off of him being a champion, then you could say that he hasn't done anything. But you got to once again, we got to stop doing this with guys saying they're not doing anything. He's still one of the best supercross guys in the world, and he still can go out and get a podium he's at st- any time. He's still so good. He's but- basically our generation. Ivan Tedesco, Grant Langston. I would say, wow, well, yeah. I would say, yeah. titles and suck at Supercross. Which, if he's fine with that, and if you have two which, titles, which even even I, I mean, I'm using this as an argument with Justin, but suck at Supercross is a loose term. I mean, you're talking to do this well, in mean, the top yeah. ten best in the yeah. world type deal, essentially. But it's just like, like I said, for lack of a better term, all you homers for mm-hmm. fucking Frenchie, he won the outdoor title. Now he's going to win a Supercross title. No. That's not that's not what's happening. He he is he is doing exactly what we've watched him do in Supercross, which is what I think he'll continue to do, which is he has bad starts, he comes through the pack cuz he's fast and he gets, you know, in the top 5 6 7 mm-hmm. every single race and then every once in a while oh he pulls off a podium or he's faster than qualifying. We all freak out. Oh my god, he's so good. But it's just nah, this is just this is who he is. To use your term, this yeah. is who he is. Oh, he's man. a he's a third to seventh place Supercross guy and he will Chances are high he is going to very firmly defend that outdoor title. And which this for year. him, if he's fine with that, then that's good. I'm cool with that too because I'm a Dylan fan. No, but no. no, but at some point though, these guys, and I think that Dylan's smart enough, and he's been doing this long enough, and especially having DV there, that he realizes that hey, I'm never going to win a Supercross title with the way my starts are and the way I do things. If I just keep winning outdoor titles, then you know what. He looks back in history and we go, hey, he's just one of those guys where some guys are supercross specialists. He's just an outdoor guy. He just yep. wins a bunch of outdoor titles. Once again, if he is okay with that at the end of his career, that's none of us to say like that's a bad thing because he's still getting paid to ride a dirt bike. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. I'm just saying it's But fun. there are people that will say that it's a bad thing because, it's oh, we can fun. only get it outdoors. It's fun for me to discuss with you guys who are all on his nuts about how not good he is. Fair enough, though. This, fair enough. This season outdoors. is not going how we thought it would either. No. So, like, to say that us being a homer and thinking, and I don't even know who you're referring to. The only person I know that said Dylan was uh, was Hopper. Yeah, well. So, like, I don't know who else said me. this. 
there are more okay. people out there than just you and, and yeah, Hopper okay. who are who are very so to on my the point Dylan is, train. My but. point is is that none of us could have seen Anderson battling for a title. So this yeah. season is going like us making a claim that Dylan's going to win a title. It's no crazier than the way Anderson's been riding this year. It's no crazier than Malcolm being on the podium a bunch of times. This season is just not going the way we thought. So to make bold claims is kind of the theme of this year. Well, I mean, I'm more shocked at how good Anderson's season going versus how Dylan's going. But that's what like, I'm if saying. If you were to though. go a percentage pie of shock, like I'm 75% shocked at how Anderson's season's going. And that's my I point, though. So like that's something that nobody shocked at Dylan's season. But that's my point. Nobody would have seen Anderson doing this. So making bold claims this year is kind of the theme of how this series is going. Yeah. So. Um. All right. So anyway, uh, fifth place, Justin Barsha. I mean, Barsha's Barsha. Uh, can, can we uh, can we talk about the shake and bake? Oh God, yes, that, that was, was awesome. pretty damn good. That I was like awesome. That. Did that you see good. that? I don't know what you're talking Him about. Him and Will um, Hahn had a fucking uh, what's it called? Talladega Nights yeah. outfits on. Oh. Yeah, Will Hahn was the uh, the old Spice guy with the yeah, fuck's his name. I can't think of it. I don't know. And then Barsha dressed as uh, Ricky Bobby. Yeah. So they had the full NASCAR kids. It was on, hilarious. Like they, it was pretty funny. The That's meme funny. I saw was "Tell me you're at Daytona without telling me you're at Daytona." Yeah. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a good time. It was a good time. Uh, Marv, a very, uh, very quiet sixth there again. Came on strong at the end of that main. Yeah, he no. was actually closing on Barsha and Dylan and Sexton for a while. Yeah, I will say this: the racing they were following, quote unquote, battles. But there wasn't really much battling going on, and it, the, the, follow the, the leader daytime. I was gonna say it, the race to me was pretty boring. I even texted Matt Mitchell after the two fifty main. I was like, "Man, that was kind of boring." Like, yeah, I don't know. Um, yeah, two fifty was all right. I mean, you had some stuff in there. Again, they Trier McAdoo battle. There was yeah, a lot of jockeying I, going back and forth. I was forth. gonna that say was it wasn't really like, "Oh, he's going in block passing him, going away, and then moving on to the next guy." It was like those guys just like slinky dogging the entire fucking thing you know yeah. or yo-yoing they, they whatever school we call with it track blows. yeah so um ken roxon cool. seventh place i mean hey um so about roxon i ever i heard something his dad's back his or dad his old and chassis, that yeah. old suspension guy that they brought in when he was at rch which i were there to make a bit of difference because it's not the bike we kind of came to the conclusion that yeah we think i that mean it's, it's not the bike though but those he thinks pe- it's those the bike. people there give him closure. That's the, what, but, exactly that's, what I and, said. And we kind of said the same thing. That is, it's it's not the bike, and everybody knows it's not the bike. But the thing is, is that if he thinks it's the bike, and then they can fix the mental side of that, then it'll be okay. But once well, again, I think the, that's why they're there. The though. things yeah, that, but that's exactly he, what I'm saying. But I'll say that I said the same thing to him. Ken's dad's a hard ass, and with all the shit that we kind of know and kind of think we know that's going on with him mentally. Having a hard ass in your corner is not really the kind of thing. Oh, help, you need. man, get him back to the roots. Yeah, he didn't. But what get, it, how you did he get to you don't where think he's he at looked today? Better. He, you don't no. think he looked better yesterday? No, his okay, his his practice was better, but outside of he that, what was, was good? I thought he, he looked catching, way better. He was catching your boy Dylan in the heat. But has it, well, and then guess what? He did the same thing he did in the main. He dropped anchor. He was close yeah, to Dylan but, for two laps, and then what? He went back okay, quickly. But dropped anchor last night was a seventh place. Here's dropped here, anchor the previous weeks have been 14, here's 15, the, here's 16. The problem. Here's the problem, though. Doesn't get a good start. Where does he finish last night? Because he doesn't pass Anderson and Malcolm through the pack. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying these two dudes, he brings his dad back. He mm-hmm. brings a suspension guy. Like That might be good for him mentally. And you're saying the hard-ass thing? Why? How do you think he got to this point? Anyway, his dad being a hard ass growing up the whole time, and it worked to a certain extent. But maybe if he, he needs has to go the, back to the roots. If he has the issues that we have talked about, that's not going to help. Well, we'll see, man. I'm telling you that right now. 
I don't know. Last night was better. That's all I'm saying. It, it was, was better. better than it's it been. Was a, it was better. But here's it wasn't the, Ken Rockson standard. And, that's, and that's the thing, though. So, like, where where do we see this going, though? Like, how? I don't know. How much further is he going to go? Because he ain't winning anytime soon. What did we see last time when they brought him in when it was RCH? Didn't he? Didn't he turn it around? Like it went. It. What? I don't even know what year did that they, was, though. Was it for outdoor or Supercross? I don't remember. I don't remember any of that. But either way, whatever. I. I mean, they're. I'd, it's. It's good sign to see that he's trying to fix it instead of just mailing it oh, in. Oh, of yeah. course. But my question is, is what is going to better going to be looking like, though? Because, like, okay, so he gets top fives. Like, Ken I mean, Robson doesn't point, like top fives. He likes to win. Yeah. Yeah, and but at this point, I think he's taking what he can get and kind of working his way back to that. I just, I'm looking at the way the things have gone and the guys right now of the the way they're riding, and I don't see him being any better than a fifth. And even when everybody's feeling it, He's not going to be better than Telback. He's not going to be better than Anderson. He's not going to be better than Mookie. He's not going to be better than the way Coop's riding right now. So, okay, so he kind of fits into the Barsha thing, and Barsha's been jo- going back and forth between fourth and sixth lately. Dylan up there, like Marv. Is that his best? Like, is that what we're looking at? Because here's the thing. Better is a relative term to what he is thinking it's going to be. In his mind, he's thinking, oh, these guys are going to come back, and I'm going to start winning again. And does any of us at this table think that he has a shot in hell of winning any race this year? I think I'm, by the end of the year, he's going to I mean, honestly, nothing would surprise me because he won the opener, so it would not surprise that me That feels to like see years it. ago, bro. It does, but yeah, it would also but remember, not surprise like, me to see him whole shot and run away with one. Yeah, or like, what do you have, shingles or some shit in Salt Lake yeah. City, and he rode terrible, faded back to like 12. And then the next, the next race, weekend he fucking, and fucking dominate. I wasn't to, even the next weekend. It was three days later. Three days later. Guys, there's been no proof that that is going to happen this year. He won the opener. What do you mean? That was when the first race of the year, and let's be real, he shouldn't have won the opener. He wasn't good enough to win the opener. He only won because he ripped the start. If Anderson and Sexton go, don't, don't go down, he doesn't win that opener by a long shot. We talk about circumstances. That I'm just trying, yeah. to be a, like, I'm trying to be a realist right now, and it's because I like Ken Roxon so much. It's not going to help. He is not good enough this year to win. He is not on Eli and Jason's, Jason's level. He's just not. And with what Coop's doing right now, which – we didn't even give him enough credit with how well he's been riding the last three weeks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's not going to beat Coop. I got Look, guys, I hate it as much as everybody else does, but I'm just trying to be a realist. This is not going to matter. He has not shown any possibility of winning a race this year. And he dropped anchor hard last night. Hard. If he gets a 10th place start, do you guys really think that he passes Anderson and Malcolm coming through the pack? No. And they got what eighth and ninth, right? Am I wrong on that? Eighth and ninth? Uh, yeah, they got seventh and eighth, and then Doc. I'm just trying to look. I'm just trying to be a realist, guys, and I just don't see what you guys see. Like, if he does, look, I will give you guys all the credit for saying it, but I don't see it. We never, we never said anything about him coming out and fucking dominating. No, you guys are saying you think it's going to be coming back are going to help him mentally. Yeah, but that's what I mean, though. My question is, is what is better? What, like what is what is better in your guys' opinion? Because I, I honestly uh, want to know. Well, considering the last three weeks have been like 14, 15, 16th, or outside the top ten. Okay. Getting inside the top into ten the is top better. 10, which, and then getting back into the top which five. Which is what we then... saw last night. Okay, so, so if that's your version then, of better, then yes. And then possibly back into the top five. I mean, and we all know that if if he gets that little bit of mental clarity and that little bit of mental fortitude going. Mm-hmm. I mean, then yes, he can rip a start and win a race. There's no fucking, there's nothing telling me that Ken Roxon cannot come out and do it. And you want to talk about, about seeing it. We literally, 
He just pointed it out. 2020. We literally watched it two happen years ago. three days apart. Two years ago. Okay, but but that's the it's same. two but, years ago, though, Travis. Okay, but that's the same thing we're talking about right now. We He literally went from a race where he was going. He was fading hard. He's done it multiple 12th times. 12th place. But two and then comes the next three days later mm-hmm. in the same stadium, mm-hmm. same dirt, same dudes, mm-hmm. and wins by 20 seconds. But that was two years ago. And? How much stuff has happened in the last two years to him? Anderson won his title fucking four years ago. But the thing is, is that Anderson has shown multiple times this year outside of one round that he is good enough to do it. He has been up there. Kenny, look, he went out and won A1 <laughs> and he rode great. I'm trying to be really conservative about this. I'm not trying to get like amped up about it. That's why my tone is down. <laughs> Anderson just... <laughs> has shown it the entire year that he is good enough. Ken Roxon. Not one time outside of A1. And you guys cannot deny that at all. I'm t- I, I, it, I just not. want to see 5 to 10 out of him. We're and, not. And, and look, I, I love five that. 5 to 10's progress. If he does, totally agree with you, Cole. That is total yeah. progress. But I think that people are going to start expecting too much out of this coming back, that this is going to change fucking everything for him. And then once again, you know that Kenny, whether he says it or not, we know that he listens to the media. He's going to start getting it in his brain. that Oh, all these people expect things out of me. And that's going to start changing. And then it's just going to be the same thing over and over again. He's yelling at us about the, I'm not, about, about I'm not, the people watching the show. We're not even getting fired up about this. Like, yeah, he's going to fucking not win. Either. We're just saying, would it surprise I just, us? I just no. don't. I, to me, it would surprise me. Really? It would honestly shock the living hell out of me because there's been nothing outside of A1 where I've looked at Kenny and I go, this is the Ken Roxon that I've watched for the last 12 years ride a dirt bike. I would agree with that. I'm I just I, I'm trying to be super conservative about it. But that. I know it's it's in there. Of course it is. It's we know that there. he is still one of the most talented dudes to throw a leg over a dirt bike in the world right now. Yeah. But going off of what has happened this entire year, you talk about Dylan. It's the same thing. You have to follow what your eyes are showing you. And there's been nothing that he has done this year. Go with your proven. eyes, and not your heart, Travis. If I was going with my heart, I would totally agree. I would say, you know what? Ken Rock's going to win the fucking title. I'm, I'm but, not going. I'm not going. But with my, my eyes heart. don't I'm, show me that. I'm I'm looking at man. It's been terrible. But then at the same time, oh, it's been as worse I than said, terrible. We've we've watched this. We've watched terrible like this before. But two years yeah, ago, I mean, the thing is, is it wouldn't surprise me if he came out next weekend and fucking killed it, podiumed, whatever. Yeah, but how much money would be willing to bet on that? Because that's the real question. Is is like, because that tell? Would you be? A, how much money would you bet if somebody came up to you and said, "What is the likelihood of Ken Roxon winning a race this year?" How honestly, how much money would you guys put down? I, I mean, what, I don't uh, know that I would put money down. But exactly. If you want to talk, that's the point. If, but if you want to talk a percentage of like, do I think he could win another race? If this starts to figure it out, no, like, no, no, no. I'm not talking about figure it out. You have no, you have no, nothing. Ish, there's no information. Do you're I just, fi- you're okay, just going well, off. Hang of, on, hold hang on. on. So I would feel- you? Would, can I put money? Would you put any money on Dylan Fernandez winning a race this year? You guys, this has nothing. This conversation has nothing to do with Dylan. We're talking about Ken. I know. What I'm <laughs> I know. To, I, just, I just want to know now. What I'm trying to get across to you guys is, is this? This is what I want to know. Without information, all you have going off of what you guys are talking about right now that happened two years ago, happened a year ago, his dad's back, his old chassis guy's back. If somebody came to you right now and said, how much money would you put down that he has a shot at winning? I would winning? put and no money on, but, that's I, my but, point. I, but I 
would not be shocked if he comes out of nowhere. But that's not my question. The question is, is that how much money would you put down? Do okay. I, feel, I wouldn't put any money do down. Do I feel like he's way more fired up about this than we are? I'm We're not, just over here I'm like, yeah, fi- you know, no, no. it might get him in a better mental I'm spot. Not fired. And he could I'm just trying to get. I'm just trying and to gauge. Like, <laughs> yeah, I feel like this all is I'm the is we just think he's going to be in a better question. We're just, we just think he's going to be in a better. I guess I just spot. what why I'm dragging this on is because I don't see what you guys are seeing. You can say everything you want till you till you're blue in the face. I just don't see what you guys are saying. We, we never no, said he would win. We just think he's going to be in a I'm better not, mental spot. And I'm not either. I'm not saying that you guys are saying that he's going to win, but I don't even see what you guys are seeing. I watched him you get us a good he's start. He's going to be in a shitty mood the rest of the year without his dad back. And if he that. has the mental issues that we actually think he has, yes, yes, he will. He that doesn't I get guess better. I don't know what kind of mental issues you guys know about. I mean, that does, I, just, don't, I, don't to, to, I don't want to. I don't want to. Just to point this out. So the last three races, he's gone eleven, eight, thirteen. And then, last, and then last night he goes seven. Because he got a good start and Malcolm and Anderson okay. had their issues. Okay, so he goes two spots back if they don't have their issues. And I know that I just said this about Dylan. Racing's racing. That happens. But that's my point, though, is, is that he only got that seventh because of circumstance. He was not good enough to get seventh last night because we know that if Malcolm and Anderson finish it, get a start or don't have their issues, they beat him. Plain and simple. Yeah. So that's my point. I'm not saying you guys are saying he's going to win. I just don't see what you guys are seeing. There's no proof of it. You talk about two years ago and last year. We never year. said there was proof. We're still waiting on it. I just we, don't. We I said just he don't got his dad it. and a suspension guy here. And I don't. And I don't What's see that. What's going to happen? And I don't right? see that happening. That's my point. I don't okay. see any of that happening. I mean, maybe not. I don't know. I mean, they're trying. You could, they're you obviously said trying. That in the beginning. What? I don't see that happening instead of this long. They're, they're, obvi- they're obviously because trying. I, I feel something. like I, I feel like you're trying to fight with me, and I'm not even trying I, to fight with you on no, this. Because I'm not I'm trying like, to fight. I just want to know where you guys are coming <laughs> from because I, for the first time that we've ever done the show, I don't see any of your guys' points at all. Like I, tr- I can try. No, I don't like, see. No, it. the point is, is he's got people here. He will maybe be better in the headspace. Yeah, like they're trying to make him yeah. obviously and if better. That turns into results, then yeah. And I if guess, it turns into no results, then who? I guess cares? I just I don't even see the maybe though. That's my point. I don't even see the maybe. Then who cares? No, I, I don't care either. I, I just I'm not trying to argue with you guys. I just don't see it. Like the maybe that doesn't. I don't see it at all. I don't see the maybe. I don't see it at all. There's what? just no fixing him. No, just no, put him out fixing the him. He's broken. Just put him out the pasture and shoot him in the ass. <laughs> like, if he has like, the mental issues that you said he did, once yeah. again, we're not going to talk about that. Yeah. Nothing, about mo- this nothing motocross about related can fix that. Yeah. Nothing but, at all. It doesn't matter what his dad does, his chassis guy does, what happens around him. That's not a motocross thing. And that is. You know what he was like diagnosed with or something? Uh, yeah, talk about it later. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that on camera. That's not for us to talk about. That's not going to get fixed. That doesn't. I, Motocross doesn't fix yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I I don't know. I yeah, we just went in a big cut circle. This, cut it. I want to know. I just I, I wanted to go into that because like I feel that everybody thinks that this is going to be a game changing thing for him, and I just don't see it. That's my point. Well, I know it it's going to change the game. I just it could, but I, I don't. I was going to say that. That's all we're saying is yeah. well, it could. Just like if he if he's fucked <laughs> up in the head, then maybe this is going to help the man out yeah, yeah i don't i don't know i like i said i i'm not yeah this is funny because i feel like i'm usually the one coming at you like mm-hmm. this i'm like what the fuck are you but talking no i'm about? not trying to come at you guys that's why i'm being calm about it you're, I'm being, not very, you're being very calmly aggressive at I'm us just, right I, I just don't now. see it I, that's this is the weirdest right, position see it. we got it yeah okay anyway uh moving on uh so here we go now we can get into some meat and potatoes god we just went on 20 minutes of that shit uh was that 20 minutes it dude it was a while 
we got 30 minutes. We still got to get through 250. So uh, okay. cut it, cut it. I want to know about this. Stu and Ando. Text it to me now. <laughs> Eighth and ninth. They got penalized one position each. I was telling him before we started recording that Mookie's a fucking idiot. Well, <laughs> it wasn't. It, it wasn't his smartest move. Strictly for the fact he went down. He was oh. trying to tell me that the lines came together. I'm it not 100 percent fu- sure. It was in the fucking sand. I'm not 100 percent sure the lines came together. I think Mookie went to hit him. Yeah, just like he did last year, and ended up ass over tea kettle onto the concrete. And the only reason that I think Mookie went to hit him is because Ando ran it in on Eli on the corner before that, which then caused him to hit Mookie. And the only reason I think it spirals as bad as it did last night to the point where Mookie's trying to take him out there is because of last weekend. <laughs> and this just goes right into what I'm talking about with Anderson. You cannot win a fucking title riding the way he's been riding because this is the kind of dumb shit that's going to happen to you. And like I said to him, I think this was dumber for Malcolm because he was way third. dumber for Malcolm. He was I mean, third in the he was stupid thir- on both ends. He was third in the points. I know that Husky's going to get what it gave him a big bonus for getting third. And now that Coop's on a roll, and now he's third in the points, and I think he, he's like five points up on him. Let's be honest, Mookie's not getting that third place now unless something crazy happens, which obviously could, but I don't see it. Mm-hmm. So now the chance of him getting third in the points is gone, and all that money he could have fucking gained. And who knows? Maybe he even drops back to fifth. Yeah, in the and points. for me, like, y- yeah, that happened last week. You're pissed about it. Uh, Anderson runs it in to make a couple passes early in the first fucking corner. Which I don't even think that first that first one was not even his fault. A lot of people are saying it was actually Tomac. Okay, well, whatever. And then Mookie's just like, I'm going to try to kill this dude in the sand section, yeah. first off. First lap. Or you're just fucking going nowhere and burying. Like, yeah. If I'm going to try to take... wait a second. Jesus. If I'm going to try to take him out, like, I'm going to fucking take him out. And then I'm the whole thing... Like, corner where I can do and, it. And I said this to him before we went on. Like, I actually think that Anderson was faster than Malcolm. Because... I, to, see, I was just getting ready to make another point. When they were coming through the pack, Anderson was way back. Like, well, I mean, they mistake. were there, but Mookie was... And then, and then before the whole going. thing with the off-camber, when fucking Ando, like, every, like him and Wilson and Mookie... Like, Ando, if you remember, actually made a mistake like two laps before. I think it was on that little step up before the over-under. Lost a bunch of time and then regained it back dude, up. So actually, nah, and then nah, at nah. the end of the main, dude, Malcolm faded like a cheap suit because it was like 10 seconds. And then I think it was only two and a half seconds by the end of that main. So as great as Malcolm looked all day and as off as Anderson did, I actually think Anderson was faster than Malcolm. It's just yeah. all that. I mean, uh, the end of the race doesn't hold any stock to me. Like, when you got two, three laps left and you're 15 seconds ahead of the guy, fucking mail it in. But no, that's my point. He wasn't. If you go back and look at it, he was gaining on him every lap. It's not like he was 10 seconds back and then Malcolm, like, he all mm-hmm. suddenly made it up. I just... Let me ask you this. Do you think before that all happened, were you on the train like I was that Stu could have won that race? Because I don't think he Did you have. think he looked good enough uh, through the heat and stuff? I'll tell you what. He shocked the shit out of me during qualifying at the end when he put in that heater so and got in the 110s. Yeah. No, I'm, uh, because I, really I didn't think don't he'd know be that because, fast. Because we've never seen Mookie up front and run that pace for that long. Yeah. It's kind of like an Aaron Plessy <clears> thing. I have to see it all the way till the end before yeah. I can agree. Agru- Man, that was it. fucking good but all I'm, day. I'm still like holding on to this thing where he actually came into the season with a uh, with an injury, and uh, he. This is now we're starting to. We're see getting ready to see here. the fucking peak Mookie. Because dude, it was good. Yet yeah. was anybody else shocked by that 110 in practice? See, I didn't see it. I didn't. Yeah, very last lap. Dude, of it was, it was about a last second, lap. Second faster. Yeah, but does that really shock you though? Because Mookie's been able to do this even since he got. It shocks me at Daytona. Like that, like most races, yeah, I would he's not. Been kind of decent. I would not have though. been shocked. Daytona, I was shocked. 
Because yeah. uh, he's it, fast it, at either, Daytona. Either way, like, but he's not that fast. If he did have a preseason injury, like I say this every fucking time, like the Baker program, those guys always come on yeah. halfway through the season. Like I think we still I mean, we might see a little better form between that shit and his heat race. I was like, man. And then when he got that start and he was right there, I was like, dude, he can make a couple quick moves here's here. A, and here's be a problem gone. though: <laughs> Coop's getting better. Well, yeah, and now you're t- and so you yeah. we talk about Tomac and Anderson, and we know those are two guys. Even though Anderson's going through, you know, the points thing now, uh, Coop's getting Coop better. Form, I don't think any of those guys can beat him. And and see, that's my thing though is is not, now we keep talking about where's Mookie going to be? What to Cole's point was the injury a problem? If Coop's figured his shit out and he's getting close to back to what he was the last three years, Mookie ain't beating that Coop. I'm sorry, no. he's not. So. So now, what is is Coop going? Is Malcolm going back to being just a fourth and fifth place guy? And I say just being a fourth and fifth place guy, but it's what he did last year. I mean, maybe I don't know. Do you think he's faster than Sexton when Sexton's done it? Because this is the ultimate question with Mookie. So, Tomac, Anderson, Coop, Sexton, when all, and Mookie, when all five of those guys, because those have been kind of like those are the five guys that we think. When all five of those guys are on it, where's Mookie at? Here's the fucked up thing. I don't look at Mookie as that fast. It's almost like a coop thing. I don't look at him as that fast, especially right now. Well, he's balls fast. Especially right now. Yeah, but he doesn't look fast when he rides. You know what I'm saying? Especially yeah, right like now when he doesn't have like the whoop speed that we've seen, you know, yeah. just that fucking light speed through the whoops. Skip across five yeah, whoops. There's, then it's like, that it's hard to see it. it. It's like yesterday. I'm like, where the hell did he go 110 in practice there? Like, where the hell did he make that up? Because the whoops weren't that long or hard for anyone. Like, they were, you know, they were whoops, but whatever. And, like, the rest of the track, it was like, where is he making up all this time versus everyone else? Like, I don't know. But like I said, my question to you still is, is that when those five guys are on it... I where just think he filters in the top five somewhere, and I think it's start-dependent and track-dependent, so to be honest with you, because I think the there's going to be... the same thing as last year? I, I mean, probably. So that's the, biggest, that's the biggest thing with Mookie, is everybody's like, oh, like, he's... he's no, he's on a factory team, he's going to do this and do that. If he's the same as last year, like if he ends up at the same as last year, then it's just the same Malcolm, like really fucking fast, really fucking good, and he's top five points. So like, did anything yeah. change? I don't know. I mean that that's my biggest question. Is but the is funny like, thing is we talk about fact he was on the Star Factory bike last year, so and that's like, my point though. Like, didn't didn't we all did, like when we did our pre show? The, the up real here, question I think comes in in year two of the contract of. After he's raced all of outdoors, you know, instead of sitting around on the lake, <laughs> that might be worse. Fishing, that might be worse. And now though. he's gone all outdoors. Like, does that help him go into the next season? Of he's only been off this amount of time instead of this long. I don't know. As I'm, I'm seeing glimpses of being better, but I just see the same thing I did last year with Star. Really, really fucking good. Yeah, but he's never gonna win a race. Uh, I he wasn't winning heat races this early in the season. Yeah, I don't know. No, but he was also top five in points, and he was, what, never outside of the top ten one time last year? Hmm. Yeah, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I just see the same I just see the same thing. <laughs> like, that's that's the biggest thing is, is I'm just going off who of, he is. I'm just going off of what other people said. They're like, this is going to be a, a revelation for him, and I just see the same Mookie as last I year. Think really lo- good. I think a lot of us thought that, and then now, we, now we're eight races in, and now we're like, eh, maybe not. So, yeah. like, I'm not... I'm not beating the drum that he's going to win a race here now that we've not seen anymore. now that we've been 8 races in. Again, it's another one. Would it shock me? Not you really. You think he's going to win a race? Yeah, I think he wins one. You still think he wins? You still on that train like wow. like what's your percent pie? Like what percentage do you give that he wins it? Bold. Uh, I think he wins one, dude. Like you get to the end of the season if the title's wrapped up by Tomac or Anderson. But do you think the title's going to be wrapped up by them though? That's yeah. the thing. Uh, 
Yeah, uh, I'm dude, not. I'm, I'm not, not with you. you I mean, dude, you're talking 17 points now. This is and and don't get me wrong. Ando's been fast and stuff, but Ando's been fast and he has not been able to beat beat Eli every single race. Yeah, but Eli also hasn't won every single race either. Doesn't matter. He's still got to beat Eli every single race at this point. <sighs> I think you look at it. I, I don't know, man. I just don't agree with that. I know 17 points is a lot or whatever it is now. Is it 17 points after the penalization? Yeah, it's 17. Okay. So 17. I think, actually, hold on. 17 or 18. I'm just saying that Anderson has proved that he has been faster than Eli. These power- yeah, but I think Eli has also proved that he can get a second or a third if he needs to. But what happens if Anderson just starts clicking off wins, though? That's the problem. Yeah, but see, Eli can still get second or third. That's your point. But that's going to go away, though. We still have, what, is it seven rounds there's, to go? There's eight rounds. Okay, there's eight rounds to go. So for him to win this title yep. at this point, yep. he has to beat Eli every single race. And we don't think Cooper Webb can beat Eli? Now that we're back I'm, in the stadiums, I'm not. I'm not saying that either. Okay, I'm just so this saying, is this is my this is my. Okay, thing. but what happens on the races when let's say there's let's say there's races where and see this is the thing is like you're you're on that train and and we just talked about this before like it just never fucking happens that like everybody's gonna go one two one two one two. No, no, I'm not even saying that. I'm saying that there could be weekends where Coop wins now that he looks like he's got his shit figured out. Yeah. And Anderson gets second, and Eli gets third, or Anderson gets third, and Eli gets fifth. Or Anderson- there, there's only two points now between that though, right? No. Is there no, only two points between second and third, or is it still three? I don't know. Because there's three know. between first and second. I 26, like 22. It's either 21 or 20. But that's my point, though, is, is all he needs to do is beat Eli, which, like I said, I know the points say otherwise, but you got to look deeper than the points. Anderson has been better better than Eli this year, more than Eli's been better than Anderson. I know people are like, well, the points don't say that. But you got to factor in the two races that Ando had issues where he was beating Eli. Yeah, but he's got to get that three. He has to put two points between them every single round. I don't see how that's a problem for him. I just don't. I really don't. I I, I know that I'm probably going to be the one on the outside on this. He's 18 points down. Okay. he's there. I know I'm going to be on the outside of this, but, dude, I just don't see. I mean, we, we have these. I don't see Ando winning every race, and he is. I don't think he's going to win every race, but I think he can beat Eli every race. But you, okay. Let's say, let's, say there's a, let's say there's a weirdo race. Ando gets third okay eli gets fourth okay it's one point difference that's not enough i understand that but i still like i said i think that with we got another speedway how's that phone doing is it good doing great how's that phone doing podcast guy is that good how's that how's that going going good i just see you out of my peripheral we gotta get we gotta get through 450s here make okay so we got a speed we we got another speedway round where we got a speedway round what's the percentage pie that ando finishes in front of tomac every single round the remaining eight. I think it's 60-40. All right, that's not as crazy as I thought you were going to be. Yeah. Because he's just so proven. your title pick at this point? I still think Anderson can win the title. I'll be dead I'm honest on, with I'm you. I'm out on that. I still think. I'm not going to go and be like, oh, like Coop's going to win it yeah, all of a sudden. I, I'm I not mean, on board I still with that. hold on to an Eli meltdown. And I'm not even I'm on not. and I'm not even on board with that. Like that, And that will tell you how like I'm being conservative yeah. on this. I'm not even going on that train. It's like I've said, if you go back and look, if you just dissect every race that has happened this year and you take in the account of what has happened, mm-hmm. everything from start to finish, 
Anderson has been better than Eli more okay, than Eli. Are you been... taking into account all the weirdo shit that's happened to Anderson? Like yes, last I, night. Yes, I am. Because that kind of weirdo I, I shit am, happened I am. to him. And if you and look if at you it, you don't think Tomac's going to have a meltdown? Well, then that means Anderson's going to have some more weirdo shit happen. Okay, so how many could, could you see Eli, Anderson winning races and Coop getting in between them a few times? I could, yeah. But so that's not going to take much. Then so now you're but, looking at five points. But but that, but like we're saying, or four points. Anderson has to finish ahead of him every single round, and I don't see that happening. I don't see that happening. Okay. Okay. There's just uh, there's no way. Number one, we got another triple crown, which Anderson was better than Eli at the triple crown, and he he still lost to him. I understand that he lost to him. Like you can keep saying he was better, but he still lost to him, and he's been better most of the first part of this year. He is still lost to him. It's it's the other X factor stuff that that's what I'm talking about. It's all the other shit you have to factor in, and. It doesn't take much for a guy like Jason Anderson with the way he's riding to clean up those few things. He cleans those up. Eli's not going to beat him I unless don't think Eli just can, goes beast mode. I don't mode. think you can clean up the mentals of the other guys that he's pissed off out there. Yeah, I was going to say. That, well, he's, if he, if, the, as long as he's in thing. front of Malcolm or Malcolm pulls his head out of his ass and decides, okay, we're good, we're even, then I don't. who else is he pissed off this year that's even on his level? I don't know. Nobody. That's the thing. Nobody. But, hey. Marsha? Marsha's not on Anderson's level. At, yeah, but <laughs> look at Bogle. You don't got to be on their level. When they're lapping you, you're fucked. Yeah, yeah. So he then you're gonna, and then there's going to be and if then he, there's going to be an investigation and the AMA is going to step okay, in. Okay, but they're but they're still not going to do. Dig. I was going to say, but they're still not. No, if, what they're going to if he's coming if he's coming through and he gets fucked on like that, they're not taking him from sixth place to third place because he got fucked on. So no, but who fucked. is he pissed off? I don't know. I'm just that's saying. the thing. I don't think he's pissed off anybody else other than Malcolm. No, no, I mean, but, him and Barsha said they're good, whether we believe that or not. Nobody but, that we know of at this point. I don't know. Like I said, I don't see I will it say happening. I still think he can I win think the it's title. A lo- I think it's a long shot for him. I'm more of a... Uh, I still think he can win. I'm more of a... I give him like a 30% chance he wins this title. I just think there's too many X factors outside of him and with the way he rides and comes through the pack and shit like that. And I just don't see him beating Eli every single round for eight rounds. I still because need, lest we forget too, this is when Eli's the best too. I mean, okay, but like Anderson was still better than when Eli was the best. Like take out Daytona, Anderson was faster than him the last two weekends. I'm just saying, I don't, I don't even think we've seen quite the best Eli yet. I don't agree with that. I don't agree so, with that at all. There's, there's nothing, there's nothing to prove that Eli's been really fucking good this year. His starts have been really good. He's been at the top of the board in practice, top of the board in the heat races, fastest laps. There's nothing to prove that he's that he's going to be any better than this this year. Because if we go back to the fact of him maturing, he's not going to go full beast mode if we're going off the fact that we think he's matured. He's not going to drop the hammer and try to go that way 2017 Eli. So unless you think that's going to happen, I think we have seen the best of what Eli has and the best of what Anderson has. And that's my point is, is the best of Anderson and the best of Eli this year, Anderson has been faster than him. Not by much. Like that's still he is that faster. Much. He is faster that by Anderson. <laughs> He's still 18 points okay, behind. Okay, and that only <laughs> happened last night because of Malcolm. He was still because six of a decision that Anderson behind. made. And what happens if that doesn't happen? Where are the points? See, you guys are going. It's it's the what ifs. Where we keep going with the what ifs. I'm doing. You guys are doing the same thing I'm doing. You're talking about okay, that happened. I won't but, even go with what if. I'll go with he was still six if, points if behind. If it was a going speed contest, night. like a drag race from one end to the other, uh, Anderson would be winning. Yeah. and that's the thing. If you are fast enough to win and come through the pack, then I'm going to pick that. I'm kind of going off of what you say. Speed. Eli can do we that work too, with though. speed. Eli can do that but too. Anderson's speed is better. 
That's the thing. It's a little bit better. And I would trust the Anderson because he's shown he can do it more this year. I'm going to take that. I would much rather see Anderson win the title. I don't really care who wins the title at this point. I just think that Anderson can still win this title. That's all I'm saying. Uh, I mean, and I'm honestly going about against everything that I say. I'm actually going with what you say. You talk about the speed thing. I somehow have reversed and gone to what you have done in years past. <laughs> and once again, I'm going to take the fact that Anderson is faster than Eli. He fired up. Bro. I feel really like not he's fired being up. really you aggressive. Need some, you need some Mia. I am conservative right now. How's your phone doing, bro? It's doing great. Someone's calling me. You need some Mia. It's I definitely con- my grandma calling me. Oh, wow. Look, I need to answer that. I guess I should probably answer you, it. You go take, take a call, man. I'll meet you right here. Go take a call. Um, Look, I'm being calm yeah, about it. I'm not. I don't know. I feel like you're being a little aggressive how, tonight. No, you know my aggressive. My I, face I, gets red. No, yeah, you're not red face so screaming I'm not, at me, I'm, man, you're, you're like real passive aggressive tonight. Because it's, <laughs> I'm just, I'm trying to get my point across. Like I feel, Maybe just, I'm too mellow tonight. Maybe I should get fired up. I'm just trying to get my point across. Like, I don't. Uh, because I fully believe in this stuff. Like I'm not just haven't saying I, this. Haven't I said multiple times though that I agree with you that Anderson is faster, but yeah, I yeah, just yeah. don't see him beating Eli every single round yeah. for eight rounds in a row. And and I, I like I said, I, I respect that totally. I'm just going off of what I have seen, and what I have seen that Anderson. Like I said, the points will say different, but circumstances. Anderson, when everything is clicking for him, has been better than Eli this year. Yeah, it's just stupid shit has happened. Just like we could say that if fucking Barsha doesn't soft his front wheel and doesn't have a radiator issue. Yeah, Anderson's. They're probably pretty much close to tied at this point. Yeah. So, like, we can go the what ifs and who did it and whatever. But that's that's my point is, is I just don't think I don't think it's over. I'll just say that I don't think it's over. Well, it's with, not over. They're with not, eight rounds, they're still within. He's still within a race. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. So and once again, if Eli has a fucking meltdown, yeah, th- then it, then things get interesting. So. Which all right. Uh, moving on, so we got Dean Wilson, most consistent guy ever at 10th, Bogle 11th, which was a good ride for can Bogle. I, can I one say a thing about Bogle in the LCQ when we actually got to watch him for a few laps? When you just watch him ride, you still, like for me maybe, I just get in awe because still, it, like, he's, yeah, so super fuck, he's so butter, fucking good. Like, weird. He's so fucking good. Uh, Vince Freeze 12th, okay. Chiz is 13th, which we just found out he's now filling in star. for the star guys on the East Coast. Rounds Speaking here of that, this how point. do you uh, how do you think this is gonna go? It's been a while since been on two fifty F. You think it's? I mean, I'm not gonna go as far as Cole saying a podium. I think he's gonna shake some shit up for people. Eh, I mean, I see him in the top ten, easy. Oh, for sure. I don't think podium. Yeah, that, that, that's that's gonna be interesting to see how it goes. Pump some new blood in there. Uh, McElrath fourteenth, March Banks good four fifty ride to fifteenth. God, dude, <laughs> he was good. But that whole bar situation reminded me of Mitchell at Redbud in 2020 Dude, when the that, bar snapped. Yeah, that was wild. Yeah, but at least Mitchell crashed. Oh, I know. Like March Banks just that was a, that was a great commercial for Mika Metals there. What happened? Oh, my handlebars broke. Mika Metals. Mika Metals. Oh, uh, he that was that was good though. I, yeah. He he was fast. Yeah. I mean, I am on board with I think I he's was, uh, I was worried that he was going to tire out. I am on board yeah, with too. he's going to be a pretty good 450 guy i think he's going to be a good secondary 450 yeah, guy. i'll put it that you way you think he's a factory 450 guy no, no i don't go that far but i think he's i hope that well oh, he's going to be a good club mx 450 well, guy well hold on so i think he could be a secondary factory 450 guy i don't think so but i i'm not sure that the whole way the pro circuit thing happened that he's going to get that opportunity with the rest of his career i think i, I think he's going to be a little tainted yes i think brandon i hope that brandon haas and those guys put him on that 450 for outdoors yeah, we'll see. I think that he could be one of those guys that like rips a holy and leads for twenty minutes and yeah. then goes backwards. But no, it wouldn't surprise anybody. Look, I just like I just like watching 
guys reach their full potential. And yeah. I think that he could be good on a 450. All right, we got to keep moving because we got two 50s. Uh, Brayton, 16th. Anybody hear what happened to Brayton? Did he go down or something? Probably just said, fuck it. Probably just really ride. emotional. Probably just, I don't want to ride here. Jesus Christ. Probably got halfway to that main. to be there. Got halfway to that main. Did you like, talk about Bogle, that sexy motherfucker? I oh, just God, said yeah. that, dude. The LCQ, you forget when you watch him ride how fucking, how good, fucking he, good he is. Yep. That sand section where he just like stood up, did some hurling shit, let the back end take some weight off of it, and then just, oh, dude, it was great. Yeah. Love um, it. He's out there just cruising. But also, uh, Season best for Mr. Bogle. What do you get, ninth? Eleventh. Okay. Well, Still he good. Was in, he was in the top ten for a, a long yeah. time. Yeah. He, was, he was good. Uh qualified well, qualified in the top ten. Like yeah. that Suzuki looks good. Uh Hartraft, uh seventeenth. I thought he was gonna be better than that. Yeah. Breeze eighteenth, Clayson nineteenth, Starling twentieth, Alex Martin twenty first. Who the fuck? At least he didn't fucking that? at least he didn't fucking die. Brandon Alex Chair twenty second. Yeah. Yeah, I picked him. <laughs> Brandon Share, by the way, uh, I'm gonna be Super honest with you. Yeah, I'm gonna be real honest with you. Real, sh- real shocked he made the main. Yeah, me too. I I knew he was gonna be good, but I was I was all the way out when I saw him laying on the starting line, fucking hurling a ball from. Well, like here's another shit. thing too. Yeah. I don't know what he does during the week, but he hasn't raced a 450 in a while. He normally yeah. rides his 250F and then a 252 He's stroke. Training with all those guys, yeah. I I'll just say I think Brandon Share is a very good outdoor rider. Super shocked he made the main. Yeah, real <laughs> shocked over a guy like Clayson. Yep, just shocked. All right, Clayson made the main. Yeah, Clayson was in there. Did he? Yeah. He oh, that's 19th. right. He passed yeah. Tristan Lane. Yeah. Still. Yeah, Cher made yeah, it weird. through the heat. That's my okay. Yeah. So that's my point. I guess yeah, that, I was that was shocking. Um, all right. Anyway, moving on to two fifties here. Two fifties brought to you by our friends over at Holster Co. They make Kydex holsters for things that go bang bang. They also sell things that go bang bang and all the bang bang stuff and the and bang beep, bangs. Beep. Make sure to check them out. <laughs> this at just makes me think of this YouTube video. It was like miholsterco.com. Thanks to them for coming on board. All right. So two fifties here. All right. Let's just start with uh, Golden Jet there. Hang on. You got YouTube on that thing. On this? Yeah. yeah. We don't have time, dude. We well, got it's like 13 minutes. We got the guys coming up. Like, no, okay. I don't want to meet your mom. Oh All I God. want is bang, bang, bang. That's, uh, what, I, that's okay. what I think. Uh, yeah, so gold, Golden Jet there. I mean, I mean, how we uh, wrecked were you the whole race? I'm real. Let's be real. Was We're it really shocking? I've been considering two, no. the two dudes that like what if he, bat- he would have battled with were out. I'll tell you what I was shocked with was how bad McAdoo was yesterday. Well, why don't we wait till we get to get we, past? We can, but it's not shocking. Jet did not shock me. Here's the thing: um, we need he needs to call me. We need to get him some lessons on doing moving burnouts because that was fucking a pathetic show. Yeah, when McAdoo <laughs> rolled off, you yeah, just that was think pretty he, fucking pathetic. And Madagadu. When McAdoo rolled up, he was just sitting there, basically like tickling his dick, like. Oh hey dude, I'm gonna sit here and watch you do a burnout. Just you gotta ride right off and congratulate you, him at the podium. You gotta think that McAdoo. All I can think when I watched that this morning is, is he's probably just sitting there going, "The fuck is he doing? Like what? What is he doing?" Yeah, about- but McAdoo looked like a fucking idiot just sitting there. I too. know that yeah. was weird, but he's just like, it "Was a weird thing." Yeah, I don't know. That was <laughs> that like, whole oh, thing that was, was me. Like, and that year. heat race, I was what real- the fuck? Oh dude, the heat race mishap. I don't fucking you, know. dumb dumb. <laughs> It's I don't get it. Yeah, whatever. like yeah. how that just shows his age right there. Yeah, immaturity. Yeah, that he's that? not somebody mature. Else, somebody else did that in the last two years, though. Yeah, but probably never mind. But remember. they aren't a factory Honda rider. Right. No, it the was red it was plate. somebody high profile, but I don't uh, remember who it was because they. Yeah, God, who? I'm being real honest with oh, you, Sexton. though. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. <well, Yeah. laughs> it's mind. a Honda thing. <laughs> never mind. Well, it's also an age and maturity thing. Yeah. Uh, when they like, like I said, I watched it this morning. I got to watch it live last night. When they're going through that, and he's like pointing over there, and Ricky's going, "Daniel, did you see anything wrong with him?" 
I'm like thinking, oh, like something just happened to the bike literally in the last rhythm section. And then when they go, oh, he thought he was on the last lap. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I don't know. I don't know. I'm like, are you serious? Whatever. Yeah. He won the race. Yeah, yeah, he won, I mean, he won the race. He looks smooth. I mean, we'll see how the rest of the season goes. I know we had the mishaps last weekend. But no, if the Jay rest, Martin would have won that race, so by the but way. But if, so. if the rest of the season goes smooth, <sighs> I mean, do, problem, though. do we just go, okay, he's he's better? Here's Okay. Here's a problem. What, last thing I'll say about Jack, because I don't got to get through this. Is there an asterisk if he wins this title, though? No. Yes. Oh, how? Why? Because his main competition, two of his main people that we thought he was going to battle with, he has not raced. Okay, first off, I did not consider J-Mart his main competition. It doesn't matter if you did. At a all, lot of people period. did. A lot of people did. I don't consider J-Mart competition in Supercross. But it doesn't. End of discussion. Okay, that's fine. Fortner. You can do, but the masses definitely Fort, had J-Mart the up there. The Forkner thing, okay, cool. I'll give you that. But Dude, it's got you got it. But then again, who did, did anybody really expect Forkner to make it through the entire season and not get hurt? Whether it was Jet, Jet taking him out or same not. Same thing can go with Jet, though. What? Making it through did the I whole season. Jet to make it through no, the no, whole no, season? Same, you talk about Fortner, like coulda, woulda, shoulda. Jet, what, if Jet, what happens if Jet gets hurt this year and fucking McAdoo wins by default? Like no, you McAdoo can't will look, have an asterisk You can't yeah. you you have look, if the main competition for Jet didn't go out and he just beat those guys straight up, which I'm not saying he can't, obviously we know he can, you'd be like, Yeah, you know what? He beat all the best guys. Yeah. But dude, even you being a Jet Homer, you have to factor in a little bit that the two guys, whether you say J Martin or not, a lot of people did, you have to factor that in. If he wins it, he he deserved it, he stayed healthy, he did everything right. But, yeah, but we I do this see. with everybody. Like Chad Reed, when Chad won the title in 08, no, look, Chad killed it. There was no way he was beating James Stewart that entire year. But again, and there's an asterisk okay, next to okay, it. Okay, but here's the, here's the point. You put the asterisk next to these guys who aren't considered the fastest. Jet has been the talk and considered the fastest since he got hurt in the preseason. I, I understand that, but you so, just related so you to Jason Anderson and Tomac. We just so talked about you, fastest doesn't always win. So you don't put an asterisk next to them next to him because he would he was considered the fastest person. Like I don't believe you're gonna hear any of that talk, no matter even if McAdoo gets hurt at this point, I don't think you hear any of that talk because he was expected to win. He also though is beating competition that we know is not on his level at so all. So is Christian Craig. What about Are you going to put an asterisk next to his? What about Christian Craig? Christian Craig is also beating competition. That is, but he's beating the guys that already lined up on his coast that we knew he was going to race. That are slower. What? What? All, he, the, all the dudes dropped off the face of the earth on his coast. He was yeah. beating them beforehand, and we got all the way into the series without them getting hurt Jet, beforehand. Jet was beating them all Jet beforehand. never raced them, though, at one, once, though. I'm talking about the season had started, had not started with Jet getting hurt. Jet got hurt beforehand. He didn't get hurt when the season was rolling on. So he's been racing Hunter, Joe Schmoda, and Michael Moseman, and obviously Hunter's hurt, Joe's hurt, but he had raced them already, yeah. and then they got hurt. So he already beat them straight up through Jet a few raced, rounds. Jet raced Fortner and J-Mart the And then guess what? Round. In the second round, he didn't win. And now they're gone. They're all gone. He got through two races. He won the first one, didn't win the second one. I mean, he beat them in that second main. It doesn't matter. He didn't beat them for the overall, though. The only person he didn't beat for the overall was J-Mart. And that's my point. So, like, I don't know how I can explain this anymore. He's already got into the season, raced him twice. He won once, didn't win the other time. Christian Craig had already bitch-slapped Mosman, Schmoda, and Hunter Lawrence until before they got hurt. So you're saying because he only raced one race. It, and beat him straight up. It, we don't know what the rest of the season. Okay, so what happens if, like I said, if he gets hurt and McAdoo wins the title? Are you okay. going to say that McAdoo deserved to win the title? No. 
That's my but point. No one's going to because, uh, quite frankly, McAdoo is the most underrated guy on this coast. He is totally because he should have been considered a title contender. And none of us were talking but about do you, it. Do you guys see He's what country. I'm? Do you guys I, see what I, I'm I do, saying? I do understand what you're saying. Is like so in Craig's defense, Craig raced these guys multiple races before and we started to get injured. Where Jet only raced everybody Twice. technically one race yes. before people started to fall yeah, off. So we don't know. And he 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 bitch slapped the shit out of him the first race, but then the second race there was. And we're not all arguing that he's stuff. faster than them top yes. end speed. I'm not arguing that at all. But that is not same, my argument. The, 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 the thing was, does he get an asterisk? No, I think he's got to man. There's no way anyone says that because he was considered the favorite to win it anyway. I don't think he was the full on favorite though. I think that he was the favorite in most people's eyes, but the it was only, close. The only with other, Fortner. I was gonna say, the only other person they were talking about was Forkner, and no one even like no one talking throughout the industry said, "Yeah, Forkner." I think the industry is a little fucking this. blind, though, calling the man for an undefeated season one round in. Okay. That's another thing too. That was a dumb fucking call. Even I, I wasn't on that. I'm train. just trying to go look. If Jet would have won the title either way, like that would not shock me. And we're still okay. calling this way too early. Like we don't know what's going to happen. Yeah, I'm just looking at it as if he's not racing the best guy, the dies the let whole. Me a, let me ask you this: Until Lopes is my sleeper. If we go, pick. if we go, if we go <laughs> to the east, that. if we go to the east-west shootout, though, and he pecker slaps them all around. What happens if he doesn't? Oh, we got though? a lot of dudes to talk about, by the way, boys. Okay, I know. Last thing I'll say: East-west shootout. What happens if Christian Craig smokes him? Don't think it's going to happen. What happens if he does? But, I mean, if it does, then that don't really surprise me because Craig should. Okay, so in I don't my know. Opinion, but I don't know where that, co- because that comment because Craig is Craig is the oldest dude out there riding. So where were you going he's with that comment? I'm, I'm not calling he's you out. I just want to go to the next guy because I was really impressed with him. Okay, I will. I just want to know I'm, what was your comment. I don't get that comment. Then. I'm, I'm just not saying. You okay, out. so you're saying asterisk because he's not racing all these guys. Yes. But then if he goes in the East West shootouts and slaps all of those guys around too, and then still wins his title. In your mind, know, then does, slap does that kind of does that kind of negate the asterisk thing? Because I okay, mean, now he's going out winning yeah. races against those guys. It could, yes, okay. it could. But if he goes out and Christian, which once again, last thing I'll say, don't think it's going to happen. If Christian goes out and bitch slaps him, you have to put the asterisk next to it because he's not yeah. like that's even proven I, he's not the fastest guy on the two fifty. I think I think Jet is the only two fifty guy that matches Christian's whoop speed. No, oh, I don't agree with that at all. I don't you don't think, think so? No, he's super fast in the whoops. Christian, no, a little better. I would be and Christian's I, way like, more I'm consistent. super interested to see them to see them on the East West Shootout, and like I really want them to ride next to each other in the whoops because I want to see it. But Christian's also way more. I mean, more like Christian in the whoops, in the whoops dude. It's he's faster like, than four fifty, dude. It's, it's like Justin glorious. watching Mia. Yeah. It's Why do we keep bringing glorious. up me? I don't really care. Never you're mind. in love with her. <laughs> no, <laughs> anyway, all right. Uh, so Styles Robertson is a sleeper Daytona pick. I want the kid to stay healthy. <laughs> oh, no, Styles Robertson, man, I think he can be a title contender. Not maybe next year or the year after when yeah. some of these guys move up. I mean, last year he didn't get a full season in. He hasn't gotten a full season. He hasn't gotten a full season. He hasn't got a full season yet. But That's that, what I'm saying. His rookie year, he had issues. He was like sick, and then he had shoulder issues. And then 2021, he had or no, 2020, he had knee issues. Last year he was sick, and then we all know all the shit he's had going on this year. I don't think he's literally been healthy for an entire year since no, his last man. amateur year. No, and he's led laps, gets a start, like, and he's even led laps outdoors. I tell you what, he's pretty I, fucking good. I dude. think I have to agree with that, and I'm gonna be real honest with you. I actually would take it a step further that if some weirdo shit happens and Jet doesn't ride the 250 outdoors, he goes 450, and it's just J Mart. If Styles is healthy leading up to that point, I don't think he's gonna. He's not a pick over J Mart. That man's got to be in the conversation for being the next guy to battle for a title. Uh, I don't know about that when you got P. 
Pierce Brown and all those guys. I, think I didn't he, realize Pierce Brown's as young as he I is. Think 19? Yeah. yeah, he went. Well, that first pro race he did at WWE was 16. They must have saw a lot in him then. Oh, yeah. Uh, no, I think he's faster than Pierce Brown outdoors yeah. if he's healthy. I like Pierce Brown a lot. I, yeah, I don't know. It's it's the same thing with it's the same thing. Pierce and Styles are the same deal. They need to stay healthy and off the ground. If they can do that, I think yeah, these yeah, guys. I, I mean, either way, I, Styles has thing. impressed me. Yeah, he's he's, he's fast, yeah. and not a lot of people are talking about him. No, but that's because he's he's hurt all Who the time. Who in the hell would have thought that after round three in the points? Like Jet, okay, and then McAdoo, and then yeah. it would be fucking Styles Robertson, Pierce Brown, and fucking Enzo Lopes. Yeah, that would be your three th- third on back. Yeah, uh, um, didn't call that one. So, so third one. place last night, McAdoo supposedly hurt his knee in the heat. Okay, shocking, cool, whatever. I mean, dude, he looked like dog shit all day, right? McAdoo. Yeah, I didn't think he looked good all day. Like, no, I don't. Yeah, know. Jordan Smith passed him how many times in the heat yeah, race? Yeah, dude, it was. It God, was, that's another thing too. But Jordan I got to Smith thinking like Jordan Smith one Daytona. So yeah, did McAdoo in the, in the KTM. So, yeah, he looked. Jordan Smith no, looked so he good. He won on a pro circuit, Cowie, twenty eighteen. Yeah, Jordan Smith. Yeah, yeah. I thought twenty eighteen. He was. Oh, that's right. He was on the KTM in twenty seventeen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. That to me was a very subpar performance for McAdoo, and maybe it was Daytona, and maybe it was his knee was hurt in the in the main or whatever. But this is but, what this is what McAdoo does, though, man. Yeah. He rides too much with his heart, not his brain. I, yeah. I don't. You rode with some fucking heart and came from a ways back. He did, now, man. Don't get it, me wrong. End of that race, all of a sudden it like clicked, and it's like st- he started moving, but oh, it was yeah. way too Hampshire little, too late. In his ass, yeah. <laughs> he was just in his ass. That that I. I don't know, man. I oh, oh oh oh. By the way, I picked Hampshire, and he tucks the front. So did I. So, yeah, yeah. That was yeah, great. Too. He was looking real yeah. good halfway in that main, and just yeah. Nope. I was surprised. Maybe maybe he's missing half of his brain or something. Maybe I don't that's know. He's, he's missing. He's him. missing half of something. Uh, Pierce Brown, fourth place, wasn't down in the brown. Great, real good, great man. Great battle with him. Dude, Pierce McAdoo, Brown RJ. has his days. He does. He does. I think he can stay out of the dirt. It I, would be interesting. I think now that we're going back into the stadiums, man, speaking of him and Styles with all these dudes out. Yeah. I They're going to get some podiums, I think. I tell you what, maybe not Jet, but McAdoo, he's going to have his hands full. Yeah. He's going to. I think that those dudes can give him all that all he needs. All day long. All day and long. And twice on Sunday. Yep. Maybe three I think so, too. Maybe some pasta. So uh, Enzo Lopes, like you said, the quietest sleeper on this coast. Here, that dude. kid is awesome. Did anybody dude. think it was funny when he was battling Phil? And oh, Phil was probably dude. like, oh, yeah, I'm fucking this guy's sister. <laughs> and he was like, Wait, my brother-in-law what? right behind me. Wait, what? What? <laughs> Phil is banging Lopes' sister. Didn't know that. You Really? Oh, it's hilarious. I don't keep up on that shit. Yeah, it's man. hilarious. No, like that's who. And like, Lopes Phil, just. Like, because we're always giving Wait, Phil shit. For, how old's Enzo's sister? Uh, I don't know, but they're always giving Phil shit for like being in an actual relationship. Yeah, she's like a lawyer or something, dude. Like she's really yeah, and she's got her fucking shit together. Yeah, no, I definitely. It's hilarious, actually. Not it's like never mind. And it's it's super funny because Lopes calls him his brother in law. (laughs) Yeah, so I thought that was super great. Um, definitely not it. But dude, he's been really good this year. Phil, Phil's been fucking good. Talk about Lopes. Oh, yeah, but oh, Phil's no. been fucking good too. Well, yeah, I mean, we'll we're get on to Lopes him. right now. Enzo, <laughs> we're on Lopes. Chill dude, out. Hold Enzo on. is we'll just Phil. he's solid, man. Like I don't agree with that comment that I think Ricky made in the heat race that Enzo's had a rough couple years. Yeah, like he hasn't yeah. been healthy. But dude, he's kind of always been a top ten guy. Yeah. I mean, outside of his yeah. rookie year, he, he had a rough couple years. But there's a reason he came into the sport with a Red Bull helmet on. Yeah, but he but 
you're right, rough Brazil. years, but he's also gotten top tens in those rough years, though. Yeah, I mean, so, like, JGR Suzuki was what his rookie year. He yeah, had a Red Bull helmet. Like don't, they don't just fucking hand those out. Like now. I said, I don't agree with Ricky's comment. Not that it's a big deal, but he's like, yeah, Enzo's had a rough couple of years. I'm like, dude, he's pretty much been a top ten guy. Yeah. his entire career, other than his rookie year. Yeah, so I don't call that rough, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, he's racing. I mean, he got stat- hurt last year. Yeah, like, he's been. And then the but the COVID year though, dude, he was like. Seven to ten the entire time. Yeah, and he's had some stat coasts in the past. Yeah, um, Jordan Smith sixth place. That was a good race for Jordan. Two good weekends. Yeah, I mean if him, Jordan like, just, on his two wheels. If Jordan just gets four to six for the rest of the year, great, man, awesome, great. dude. That's a perfect year for him. Good, Build yeah. on that. A side note: Does anybody know if that team's going outdoors? I don't know. I have any idea. I really hope Jordan. I hope they go outdoors. I want to see. Jordan you know who's Smith. managing that team? Martin. <laughs> yeah, dude's fucking. Awesome. Yeah, and I guess he's super fat right now. Is he? Yeah, it doesn't surprise me. These yeah. guys quit racing and then all of a sudden they, yeah, they, 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 probably, they haven't had a fucking hot meal in years. Yeah, one yeah. of my one of my buddies, his dad, or no, I'm friends with his dad. The dad, his kid trains down there, and when we were at Ironman, when I was talking to him, like when they were down there doing like. You know, press day for the firepower team. Yeah, I guess like some big old fat dude rolled out on a, a Honda 450, <laughs> no numbers, no jersey, like jersey with a name on the back just of it, and everybody's like, and they're like, "Who the fuck is that guy?" And he went out there and just like rolled past Jordan and fucking Fry. He takes his helmet off. It's fucking Martin. Jesus. Christ. And they're like, "Holy shit!" Uh, RJ did RJ things for seventh. Oh. That's a R- very RJ move. I Thanks for that. I picked it, and I was very team. shook to pick him, but I'm like, he's from Florida. He's up. I yeah, he's got point. the speed to win sometimes. I'm, I'm over I planned him. on him just being in the top time 10. Bomb, dude. Yep. Um, explode some Phil, like you said, I mean, underrated good rider this year. I would say so. Yeah. I definitely probably one of the better years of Supercross in his career. Yeah. I, I think it's that veteran. The best. The best. Veteran, I mean, veteran to, savvy, bro. Remember those Canada deals? Those days? The Canada oh, God, he, he was used trash. To he crash really over. wasn't that good on that JGR Suzuki either. He nope. crashed a lot. Yeah, I mean, or the, the 450 JGR Yamaha days. Veteran savvy, has, bro. I don't think he ever wants to talk about those days. No. Uh, Oldenburg, ninth. Okay. Thought whatever. he was going to be better. I was expecting a lot better. Yeah. Yep. I mean, seriously, like, I, I don't know. I guess yeah, I just whatever. expect a top five. Uh, Varees, 10th. That was a good ride for Varees. That was because a hard, he was on my team. He was on I my team, too. And I was sweating him in the that fucking was a LCQ. Hard, that was a hard fought 10th, too. Yeah. Like, dude, he came from way back. I was really sweating him in the LCQ because I thought he wasn't even going to get in. Then he got in, and I was like, well, whatever. Fuck those points. Like, no big deal. And then, boom, He next thing I know, he's like 10th, 11th, 12th. I'm like, holy shit. Well, yeah. Just stay there. Well, don't don't yeah. fall. In the LCQ, I thought two guys from the same Kawasaki team were going to take him out and Brock Pappy and Hunter Sales. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was no, like, he's really. Hardy Munoz, wasn't it? Yeah. No, well, Hardy beat him, but Hardy's not on the same team. Sales and Pappy are on the same team. Yeah. I was um, like, he's about to get screwed by both Kawasaki guys. Okay. Let's uh, let's speed around the, the rest of this. So, Jace Owen, 11th. Okay. John Short, 12th. Good John Short, man. Typical, da- typical John Short Love just it. there. Love awesome. Uh, Henry Miller, 13. Henry Miller's becoming a main event guy, by the way. Henry Miller's fucking good. Dude. For all the for Outdoor all the team. shit we had for him before, due to fantasy purposes, he is. He's every real, week he's always now, been he's a very solid pick outdoors. He's oh, oh he's real. I hope he rides at two fifty outdoors. He's um, real good outdoors. Hardy Hardy Munoz, baby, should have. <laughs> Uh, I'm in. staying away from that for tempo pole. Dude. Yeah, yeah, because he made I Daytona last him year. Yesterday. He made Daytona And after last a year. shitty qualifying effort, the guy I said that was going to make it made it. Who was that? Hey, did you pick him? Grant Harlan? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah fuck yeah. I Grant Harlan 15th. Good job. Grant Harlan's on my team all day, every day when I can pick him. That was that was the one way that he got me in points before the penalty. Um, Lance Kobush, 16th. Brock. Good for I didn't Co- expect that either. Good for Kobush. He hasn't yeah. made a main in a long time. Yeah. Uh, Brock 
is it Pappy? Poppy? Rock Pappy. Pappy, yeah. uh, 17th. Colin Park, 18th. Uh, Derek Drake, 19th. What happened Ooh. to Derek Drake? Does anybody know? He did Derek Drake things, dude. Yeah, yeah but so did Jarrett Fry right yeah, behind Jarrett him. Yeah, Jarrett Fry, 20th. <laughs> Jack Chambers made the main. So that's your boy, good. your boy's boy. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Yeah, real good considering uh, he was like first, almost dead last. And oh, here's my last guy, pick. Yep. <laughs> Kyle, Kyle fucking Peters. Peters. He was almost on my team. Thank God. Has I he did. just forgotten how to ride anything Supercross related? And he just ran across. I, he was laying in the sand turn. Hey, by the way, like he had tipped over. <laughs> hey, by the and way, and then he was getting hauled off. Can somebody? I, can, I don't know. Can somebody tell me how AJ Catanzaro is like on top of the board in both B practices? Like, dude, he was just, fast yesterday. Oh, a bunch of motherfuckers picked him. And then, <laughs> yeah, and then I'm what? laughing, like, dude. What? I looked at him because I, I wish you would have picked fuck, him. Yeah, because he was. Well, dude, I said the same thing because I had to pick mine for the before the second round of qualifying. Oh, I wasn't touching that with a and fucking he, no, no, 60 no, no. I saw it and he was faster than Harlan, and I'm like, oh, maybe. And the I'm only like, oh, thing no. is, is because they were out there on fresh tracks. Yeah, but what what happened to him in the heat race? In the I don't know. Well, I'll find out in the vlog this week. Jesus. Like, oh, he got too caught up in between motos looking at the app and seeing videos that people were submitting. Yeah, I don't know. And he was coaching them. Shocking. I don't know. No, I'm, I'm glad we didn't do that. I'm just bullshitting. But oh well, I couldn't believe that. Did they do the segment? No, they probably couldn't. Oh yeah, because they, he wasn't there. Uh, I'm sick of this whole segment that they do during race day live, where Joseph goes and talks to him, oh. and AJ just gets on his soapbox and critiques everyone. Yeah, I'm sick of that. Who does he critique? Who does he critique? Why? Why? You sit here and critique people, and you don't even fucking ride. Why? Because AJ actually has to see these people every weekend, and they're probably looking at him going, listen, you fucked fuck hard. Guy. What have you, you ain't done? You making main. <laughs> like, it's not his job to go out there and critique everybody. Like, I understand that they ask him to do it, but you know how much riders, like guys that you have to race with every weekend, hate getting told how to ride a dirt bike when you're not on the same level as them? I don't. It's totally different for me, but with AJ, these guys get pissed at him for that shit. I don't believe, I mean. I Dude, he tried to critique Eli Tomac at a round early this year on one of his videos. Really? Look, bro, I know you had to make money, but that is not a good look when you're trying to critique Eli Tomac. I mean, Tomac probably doesn't even know. Bullshit. Nor does he care. No, he probably doesn't care, but he definitely knows. Why would you care? I don't think anybody cares. They probably just just, laugh at him like, shoe fly, don't bother me. But the guys in his own class, yeah, they definitely care. I don't know, man. If I if I'm if I'm a dude making mains It just makes him look dumb winning, like I don't care. It just makes him look dumb. It just makes him look stupid. I it agree. really does. It makes him look stupid. You can talk about the track all you want because it's good to get a fresh perspective, especially a dude that just literally wrote it. But when you start asking dudes to like or asking him to like critique other people and shit, no, don't do that, man. Don't do that. It just makes people hate you. It just really does. I don't think it's that bad. It's more of an issue than you think. I don't. I mean, I guess. I don't know. It's not like he's saying that these guys suck. He's literally no. just like, yo, like. Yeah, they, they motocrossers are. In their I mean, I don't know. I've never even watched the segment to be honest with you, okay. so I so I can't even tell you what he's saying. That's yeah. how unimportant it is to me. But at the same time, like, yeah, I don't. Uh, it would. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't bother me at all. Well, no, like, it doesn't bother uh, me either. I just think it makes him look dumb. I I don't think it makes him look dumb. Like it I, does. Like people who are watching that segment don't know what he's. Like they don't have a fucking clue. But like you we don't do. have to. You don't have to point out, guys. You can just say, "This is what I think you should do." Yeah, don't name well, names. I think eventually the common fan's gonna be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" Yeah, don't name names. If you want to talk about technique, perfectly fine. Don't name names. Don't name names. I agree with that. It's not a good like Cole just said. It's not a good look when the common fan starts having understanding of what's going on, and then they watch AJ and go, "Who are you to critique this guy when you can't even beat him?" It's just like I mean, it's just like in football. I wouldn't tell Patrick Mahomes how to throw a football. 
no, but do the guys stand there and say that, yo, he fucking threw this one shitty? Yes. Yeah, and they're also so, guys that are better than him, like Troy Aikman, ex-guys that actually did something. I guess. There's a difference. If AJ was winning races... Okay, I mean, if it was Carmichael on there being like... Carmichael, yeah, yeah can talk Hampshire shit about everybody. Ball ball okay. okay, but so Carmichael also can actually describe the stuff in mm-hmm. a way that, that, that like we can understand. Do you ever and, hear Daniel it's Blair? Coherent. Do you ever hear Daniel Blair pointing out guys and saying that technique was bad? Yeah, but they're not asking Daniel Blair to do that. They're not asking AJ Canzaro to I do don't it either. Know why they're they, asking AJ Canzaro. They, they're not even asking AJ. He just does it. Let me tell you why they're asking AJ. They're asking AJ because AJ has the app no, and the platform yeah, to do this stuff. AJ and because hold on, fucking Myrtle's got his fucking a, yes, in there and because right. he's working oh, with no. because Jet is his partner on this and he's working with Myrtle. So Myrtle probably went into Feld said, "Hey, look, we want to do a segment. We want to promote this stuff. That's, we need that's technique. I, I bet you that's for there, that. There's I, something to it. I bet yeah. that's exactly like they're like Moto." X Academy, yeah. Jet Lawrence, whole deal. Let's do a segment where Canzaro like, does his academy shit. She'd be like, AJ, what do you think of Jet these days? <laughs> look, man, I don't care either. I really don't give it, a shit. No, I don't even watch AJ's vlogs. He, look, I just don't think it's appropriate. Here's the thing. If I'm if I want to know about a riding technique thing, okay, with a pro, which I don't know, if it's between AJ describing it to me or Stu describing it to me, I want AJ to describe it to me because I, I I've been listening to the Stu podcast and like I like Stu. He's too naturally talented. He can't break. Yeah, it down. but he cannot break it down. So I'd so, rather have Daniel Blair do it because Daniel Blair actually like I don't know. What's the Stu podcast been like? I haven't listened. Sorry to cut you off. It's okay. It's I great. listen to one and he said you're saying just off the walls random. He is. Bullshit. He does say some off so the Jay, walls. He just thinks. He's, I'd rather have Daniel Blair do it. A guy that actually is like, I don't know, you know, been there, done that, rode for a factory team. Yeah, but I don't, again, I don't think they're asking, I don't think no, they're asking uh, Daniel they're Blair to, to do promote it. the Moto X yeah. Academy. It, it, it's I totally a Myrtle thing. I get so. it. I appreciate it. I'm just saying, my thing is, I don't really give a shit. I just don't think it's appropriate. That's all I'm going to say. Well, luckily for us, it doesn't matter what you think. <laughs> and luckily for me, I have a pause button or a uh, mute button. Like I said, I, I haven't even watched it. You, so don't you also to. have a picture of the Fresh Prince on your wall. Yeah. Who? So, you. all right. Which I hate that guy. Oh, no, you anyway. Love that guy. All right. So, that's been a race recap. Thanks, everyone, for listening to that. We're going to take a quick break. We're <laughs> going to come back with the guys from inside the gate drop and talk to them about what they got going on and uh, probably some racing stuff. So, we will be right back. All right. And we are back with our next guest. He is from Inside Gate Drop. He is presented by JT Cycle. JT Cycle serving Battle Creek, Michigan for over 30 years. Stop in to check out their full selection of Beta, Gas Gas, Husky, and Suzuki motorcycles and Power Sports products. If you need something for around the house to help keep things nice and trimmed up, they have that too with a full lineup of Echo, Aaron's, Gravely, and Simplicity. Visit jtcycle.com or follow them on Instagram at jtcyclebc. From inside the gate drop, it is Kurt Schroyer. What's up, buddy? How's it going, man? It's going it's going great. How's it going for you? Good, good. Just uh, getting ready to get back to the grind for the week and starting to kick off stuff for the beginning of the moto uh, season. You know, now that it's starting to get a little bit warmer out and stuff. So doing a lot of planning, uh, scheduling and things like that. Yep. So you're with Inside the Gate Drop. Um, and we, well, my co hosts know next to nothing about you. I know a few things <laughs> about it strictly for the little bit of research I did here this afternoon yeah. while I was prepping for the show. Well, I, yeah, I know so, a little bit. You're from, you're down Toledo area, aren't you? Here we go. Yep. 
Okay. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I know nothing. Sorry about that, buddy. I was just all right. So Travis explain, is like ex- last weekend. Hey, they're coming on the show. <laughs> so I don't I don't give them very many notes. I'm just like, yeah. So we're talking about the race, and then we got these people coming on, and this is what's happening. So give everyone, especially for the listeners, the full rundown of what inside the gate drop is, what you guys do, whole nine yards. Let's let's go with that. Yeah. So I started this um, about. It's probably been about a year ago to the day. Um, just, uh, I reached out to a guy that I knew and he had some photography skills and videography. And I was like, Hey man, um, I got an idea. Just wanted to see if you'd like to be a part of it. He actually absolutely knows nothing about motocross, uh, coming into this. And, uh, I knew him from growing up in wrestling and I coached wrestling and, um, you know, I uh, coached his kid and he's like, yeah, sure. I'll, you know, anything with motors and, you know, stuff like that I'm all about. So I kind of put this whole thing together and basically what it is, is, you know, the motocross community is kind of very, um, <clears throat> here you go, here's a bike and go figure it out. And growing up, you know, wrestling and having, you know, just like any other school sport, if you want to get into something, you have a coach, you have people that train you, you have mentors, there's somewhere to go and somebody to kind of hold your hand there. And motocross, you don't really have that. Um, I know growing up racing, when I first started riding, it was, hey, dad, I want to go race. And he had to like figure it out. Mm-hmm. And so what we're trying to do is we're trying to bridge that gap for everybody. Um Obviously, we're trying to, you know, train kids, going to Loretta's and things like that. But the big goal is, you know, once somebody gets a a bike from a dealership, uh, that dealership should, you know, right away, whether it's, you know, Sheets Motorsports or Honda East or Championship Power Sports down here, like, they're going to give them our business card. They're going to let them know, hey, you know, you can do training out at Delta Raceway, you know, one of our local tracks here. Um, you know, these guys are going to teach you how to, you know, do the basic fundamentals. And then, you know, after you start getting acclimated with the bike, if you want to keep pursuing it, you know, you can train with us from there on out. So, um, trying to give people a, a mentor with whether it's strength and conditioning and nutrition, um, also with, the you know, the training side and just making sure people are having fun and feel like they're not being left out and, you know, have a, have a place to go when they're at the track. Okay, cool, man. So, um, how many of these camps do you guys try to do every year? Like, do you do a few, do you do a dozen, you know, like, are you every single week, week in and week out from the time the weather gets nice until it goes away or what's, what's the deal with that? Yeah. So last year was kind of just like a test run. I just wanted to see how, how it worked out. Um, we actually had quite a bit of success, um so we started doing camps it was like every two weeks on a thursday from 5 to 7 30 5 to 8 and um you know i kind of structured it the way like i've always ran like wrestling practices and stuff i kind of just converted that structure over um and it you know it it worked out pretty well so this year you know we're gonna kind of uh, spread around our first camp that we're going to be having is March 27th and March 28th. We actually partnered up with uh, Rob Beam. 
uh, with the Moto E. And um, so we have, you know, Delta Raceway is a uh, training, you know, facility with him that we partnered with. So uh, we have a Loretta Lens, you know, kind of like a, a boot camp going uh, that weekend. Um, and then also we have camps every Thursday this year. So we're going to be doing camps every Thursday. Cool. Now, do you guys do a big crowd, a small crowd? What's your What's your class size usually? Class size, uh, pretty much anybody from you know my son who just turned six, you know, from five, four, five years old, all the way to you know guys our age that are in their thirties. I've had um, guys show up that were in their fifties. Um, you know, guys that I know pretty well, and they're just like, "Hey, I want to come out, want to support it." learn a few tricks and tips and and um so we have you know usually around 15 to 25 people will come out uh we break them off into sections uh you know we had last year we had three coaches total uh including myself we had Stephen kyle who is uh, a local um pro rider here and then we also have rj schroyer who is a local pro rider um and they're they're great people, great coaches. They did really well with the kids and stuff like that. Um, so it worked out pretty well. Okay, <clears throat> cool, man. And then they just go to your guys' website to find the camps and like register for them and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So inside uh, gatedrop dot com, and then you know we'll have a lot more of our information. We're just kind of finalizing schedules right now, making sure we're not interfering with other tracks around us and what they got going on. We're trying to, you know, I, I've grew, I've grown up riding at, you know, a lot of the tracks around here, like, you know, super coops and, uh, Byland and log road and, you know, Dalton SVR and the tracks down this way. I just, my biggest thing is I kind of want to work as a team with all these guys and, and, you know, be an asset if I can at, at their tracks and then also just make sure that we're not interfering with any of their schedules. So makes sense. Now are you guys um are you guys registered with the what is it, the United States Coaching Association? Yeah, USMCA. Are you guys registered with them or you're not involved with no, them at all? Okay. I'm I'm not. Um you know, I have my own I guess I have my own like um I just I don't know. I've been coaching for I've been a wrestling coach for 12 years now. Um, you know, I've, I have all my certifications through wrestling, my pupils activity, my CPR, my concussion testing, things like that. Um, so I haven't really had the urge to do that motocross coaching certification just cause I feel like, you know, I feel I, like you're I probably more probably more legit than them anyway, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, well, I think the benefit of it is is like you get the people that don't know anything about the sport and they go on. That's an app, right? The motorcycle. I don't. Thing. I don't know. To be honest, I think I, I was on it one time, either. and it's basically I just like so. an advertising platform where they mm. can go on there and be like, "Oh, Kurt Schroer, he he coaches," yeah. and then all the contact information yep. kind of thing. I think that, yeah, and I think that would be cool, and I'm definitely gonna look into it. I just it, ha- it hasn't been a big uh, like thing on my checklist i i need to do right away um mm-hmm. i think you know if i was young into coaching and and didn't have you know uh, you know a lot of experience with it it'd be something i'd be like hey i, I should probably get into this mm-hmm. um but um 
I'm still probably going to, you know, I still want to do it regardless uh, for that reason. So if there are people that hop on that website, they can see that I'm a, a coach within the area. Okay. Yeah. I, and I think like, so I know, I know quite a few people down in your area and stuff, but it, it's a tight knit group yep. down there. So, I mean, word of mouth, I'm sure spreads pretty easily. And then, and then you got assets like Dervage and, and Mitch Gerwin and all those guys that will put in a, put a good word yep. out. So. Yeah. Yeah. We, uh, you know, Greg, uh, Dervage, he's one of my really good friends. Um, he's actually my financial advisor as well. Yeah. yeah. I know oh, Greg really dude. well. Oh, I, yeah. uh, I used to ride for championships, so I know Jim and all those guys really well. Great guys. Okay, cool. Yep. 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 Super awesome people. Um, and then Mitch Gerwin, you know, he's my cousin. Um, mm-hmm. and so we, we kind of got a deal going where, you know, we, he's kind of sending people my way. And if, for some reason, nobody, you know, if these people haven't been out to him yet, like I make sure that they're getting over there because, you know, I've rode for Mitch, you know, in the past 10 years with his suspension. and I've had a lot of success with it. And it's, he does a really good job, him and uh, his, his our, one of our really good friends, Tyler Powell, uh, works for him. And they do such a good job over there. And you can tell that they're just – a hundred and ten percent committed to what they do and it's uh pretty cool to see the work that they have coming out of their shop and and just glad to be you know a part of you know their program as well with making sure that the kids have good bikes and and that you know the bikes have good athletes for you know so it's it's a uh, pretty cool Sweet. Okay. Hey, I, I got a question for you. What's uh, what's going on with MX Express? Did they shut that down for good, or what's the deal with that? Um, uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, I don't know what I can and can't say. I can mm-hmm. I pretty much know everything that's going on behind that. Yeah. Um, I just don't know what can and cannot be said. Um, as of right now, but. I just know that they, they're pretty much shutting it down, um, and it looks like it's not going to be opening back up. Okay, um, yeah, that that was my again. question, is is was there a possibility of seeing it come back? I know it, it was there a, a while ago, like, I don't know, 03, 04, kind of back in that era. Oh, we got dogs barking in here. Yeah. Um, and then they were able to open it back up, and then now it looks like uh, they're going through some issues again. But I uh, I enjoyed riding at that place. It was pretty cool for yeah, where it was. It. So just uh, a yeah. shame to see another one go. Yep, yep. Yeah, it was, a, it was a cool little track. I, you know, I used to ride there back when I was on the 80s, you know, back in early 2000s and stuff. And that that was one of my favorite tracks as a kid growing up. Um, the place was sweet and, you know, I had a couple big jumps there mm-hmm. and, um, yeah, it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, but from what I understand, it's not going to reopen no matter what. <clears throat> and, um, f- from what I understand the the track might not even be there at all anymore. Mm. So hmm. bummer. Well, like, hey, at yeah. least they put a bunch of money into Delta and stuff. It looks like Delta is really <clears throat> took a yep took it to another level i guess you could say uh, yeah definitely want to get down there this year yeah so uh rocky conley um he's a he's a great great friend of mine um and one of our friends like mitch Gerwin and tyler paul and, and kind of like our circle is um 
you know, Seth Shoemaker, he's, he's the, uh, dozer operator out there. And, you know, Rocky's really good on the, on the, uh, on the dozer and stuff too. But Seth is, uh, extremely talented when it comes to that stuff. And, and Rocky's been, you know, the same way, 110%, you know, dedicated to that track. And it's really shown over the past year, uh, the amount of changes, the amount of dirt brought in, just mm-hmm. the the whole circle he has, uh, you know, the, his group, his core group that helps with the track and stuff. Everybody's on the same page. Um, everybody knows, you know, who should be doing what at what times and when and and everybody's just uh works really well over there so he's got a very solid team and and um i think after the end of this year people are gonna start recognizing delta a lot more for what it's become uh compared to you know what it used to be yeah yeah definitely i know a lot of people i mean for lack of better terms kind of shit on the place for for few years later. <laughs> yeah so. yeah i mean it, it was cool is where you know a lot of the kids that lived around this area um you know if you lived within an hour hour and a half radius of delta that was the place to go as a kid and and race you know saturday nights yep. um it, it was super cool back you know early 2000s and stuff like that that you know it was pretty packed had a lot of fast riders there and then you know, things change and, um, yeah, it just kind of had, had a reputation that wasn't that, that great for a while. Mm-hmm. And then, um, you know, they had some lease agreements with some other people and then Rocky came in and once he, uh, got the keys to that place, man, it just, uh, changes started happening really quick and, and, uh, all for the better for sure. Heck yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely on my list to to get down there this year for sure. I don't know about you guys, about you, Travis. I don't know. We'll see how the year goes. In your own little bubble. At this point, (laughs) at this point, I'm hoping to be riding by June or July. Triple, triple in on the Supercross track. Yeah, yeah, we still need to get the suspension out to factory connection. So yeah, I know. Except for as you can tell, we've filled our area where we were supposed to do that right now. So it's yeah, it's a problem. So um, well, my gas gas is ready to go. Are you gonna let him ride your gas gas? Sweet. Gas gas go fast fast. <laughs> I guess I'm gonna ride the gas gas. <laughs> hey, you're gonna ride Steel Frame Gang. Right. Steel Frame Gang. Yeah. Yeah. I, he did let me ride his Husky. <laughs> hey, dude, I got the. Well, it's, it's I got that forfeit. I got that CRF ready to go too. So you, you know we can play trade oh, yeah, these you again. Oh, I thought you, that thing was gonna fall in half. No, right? no, it's, it's no, good, it's now, good to go it's now. Good. We got a golden. We're good. Got a that golden. thing's ready, and it's yeah. American as fuck with the graphics on yeah, it. Yeah, just don't, oh, just don't crash. Shout out to Dep Creative Co. Um, so I assume you watched Daytona last night. I did. I actually watched it this morning. Okay. Um, I had I had uh, some stuff going on. I was actually at Norwalk, Ohio, yesterday for uh, the district wrestling tournament. So top four go to to the states, you know. And okay. And um, after that, we had a casino night. So I was doing all that stuff. So this morning, my son and I we we kicked back and and watched it. And um, man, that was. That was super awesome. I, right. want to talk, cool. I feel like I want to talk wrestling with this dude off camera. 
<laughs> wrestling like like Goldberg, like no the Undertaker? freestyle wrestling, oh. like college wrestling, yeah, like, Olympic uh, wrestling. High, Jesus, high school, college wrestling, so not like WWE. Yeah. No man, no, not yeah, WWE. What the fuck? You thought you were talking like no, I know Stone Cold Steve Austin shit? I'm making a joke. You know okay? what? It fell on its face. <laughs> no, it didn't. It was funny. It was really funny. What about what about Brock Lesnar? Can we talk about him? Well, he was actually a UFC fighter, yes. so he's actually a real he was man. a real wrestler. He yes, was a real man. He was a college wrestler. Yeah, Minnesota. Yes, I do know. Although I only know him for Guardians of the Galaxy, so it's fine. Oh my god, that's Dave Batista. <laughs> oh, whoops, yeah. So I'm in the wrong category there. <laughs> they used to throw the pinky up. That's hilarious. I don't know. Anyways, Jesus. so back, oh so back to the Daytona race from yesterday. Uh, yeah. What What are your thoughts on the whole? Uh, let's start with the Malcolm Ando passes, block passing, takeouts. Um. <laughs> uh, I guess yeah. We can start with that first. Um. Yeah, I mean, dude, to be honest, I would have done the same thing. Like, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not lying. Like, awesome. I would have, I would have hit him probably maybe even a little bit harder, um, if I was, you know, in that position and you know where they were, just because, you know, if somebody keeps pushing you, keep pushing you, and and you know, messing with you and taking you out and ruining your nights. You know, eventually it's like, hey, dude, you know, <laughs> we're done doing this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna finish it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. <clears throat> I just, I, it sucks. Like I was bummed because I wanted to see Tomac, you know, rewrite history. Definitely wanted to see that. But at the same time, Malcolm had like a really good flow throughout the day. He had a lot of positive energy. Just seemed like it was gonna be his night, and it very well could have been. Um, if it wasn't for that crash. And I think he let his emotions get the best of him. And he'd rather get blood than than the podium. So, Well, hey, I'm glad we're on the same page because I also thought that Malcolm stood a good chance of winning that race, especially the way he looked all day, his good start. My co-hosts are not quite as on board with that whole rhetoric as I am. I don't think he was winning, Ty. I do. I mean, dude, he looked good all day. So, it's all I right. mean, yeah. Kurt's on the same page, so we're good. It's fine. Don't worry. Us geniuses yeah. stick together, okay? <laughs> it's totally... I mean, yeah. I, I don't, you know, I don't know if he would have beat Tomac or not or Webb. Yep, there we go. There oh, we God. go. Here we yeah, go. boo, Travis, boo. Boo. Pick him. But, but um, it, it would have been cool to at least see him get a, get a podium at Daytona for sure um, yeah. instead of going for the kill. But, hey, sometimes you just got to – you can't let that stuff slide, you know. You got to make sure it's known that you're not going to take shit from somebody else. I wish he would have waited a little bit. The uh, I think the sand corner on the third corner of the night was a, a little excessive. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Right. Um, so next question, who you got for this title? You got Ando or you got Tomac? Because this has been a big topic of discussion for us here tonight. Oh, really? Um, I'm straight up Tomac. I've, you know, my son is a huge Tomac fan. He loves him. So I'm, I'm a little bias for that and i just i like him um i think i can relate to him more than any rider out there he just seems like he's like a down-to-earth hard-working humble dude that just like doesn't care about all the drama the instagram type stuff and 
and uh, you know he's got military in his in his uh, family and I don't know the dude is just he's like he's probably the most underrated badass rider of of our sport like the amount of wins that he's had and the raw speed that he has like nobody can do what he does on a bike especially outdoors like the dude is unreal when it comes to outdoors when he's on it's like something you'd see from Carmichael or Stewart and I just don't think he gets that type of respect that he should but I think people are starting to realize he's He's still the real deal. Yeah, no, I agree with that. A lot of people shit on him just because he doesn't have the number one plates he should have. But yeah, I think he's people. definitely on his Justin. way to. The, <laughs> I, I think he's definitely on his way to the Hall of Fame. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It's it's frustrating watching a dude, you know, fumble a championship, you know, two three years in a row that he should have, you know, he should be a four timer going for his fifth right now. Yeah. And or at least, you know two or three you know yeah and it just sucks watching a guy so talented like that screw up and and drop the ball but you know that's that's part of the sport and shit happens yep all right so final race topic here we had a discussion about this right before we got you on if jet wins this title is there an asterisk next to him winning this title no. Thank you. Mic drop. I'm done. Fuck you guys. I'm out. Oh, my God. Put like, an asterisk next no, to this there's title. There's no way. Thank you. There's no way. That kid is so fast. And I'm not being biased because I ride Honda. My number's 18 or anything like that. But, <laughs> oh, now it's bad. Oh, God. But I think you and Travis here is. are the same person. I think so, too. And we also know that Johnny Hopper and you just are like Travis. So, yeah, just same person. All the no, cool guys are uh, doing it. I'm not a fan of Johnny Hopper. Oh, oh no. no, that's oh, Travis's boy. boy. He comes oh, on that's here a, a little that's, bit. That's Travis's boy on the show. Hey, look, it's okay for everyone <laughs> to have their opinion. Really? Me so, and Johnny really, did it. You Except just, for you. You fucking suck all yeah, the time, Yeah, I can see Justin. you just contradicted yourself but, big time, bud. But it's okay <laughs> I, for the guests to have their own opinion. Listen. I forget what topic it was, but there was, I don't know, it it was like a year or two ago. Oh, people were hating on the works parts thing, but no. I was like, I was kind of on board. Like, with that's that. been true for a long time. Yeah. What's that? The works parts taking the parts away. taking parts off of works or uh, factory bikes during the season, and nobody thought it happened when that's been going on for a long time. Uh, well, and then yeah. Uh, yeah, Millsaps came on and debunked that whole or, theory. Or you know, you could go star Jeremy Martin, Alex Martin, twenty fifteen. Never mind. Yeah, that whole deal. We'll I don't know that. A whole rabbit hole, but yeah, anyway, a lot of people gave him shit for that. Hey, right, look, right. point being, there's no asterisk next to Jet winning this title. So. We have a disagreement. It's fine. We all can disagree. We've no, been disagreeing this whole entire show, bud. It's fine. Your opinion oh, yeah. just fucking well, sucks, guess, and us geniuses over here are going to stick together. I hate you. Uh, it's fine. <laughs> we'll <laughs> stay on our side of the table over that, here. Why would, why would he have an asterisk? I don't know. Why don't you ask these two dumb fucks across the table from me? Because they're the ones that brought it up. <laughs> oh Let her rip, Justin. Yeah, right. go ahead, Justin. All right, explain so this. My, th- my thing is, is that we all know that Jet has been the favorite to win the last two years. He can't stay on two wheels, you know, maturity, whatever. Probably would have been the favorite to win the West Coast before he got hurt. And we know that speed is not the issue. We know top end speed. He's probably the number one guy. He won Minneapolis. Had str- He struggled in uh, Arlington. He didn't win that round. We got two rounds in. Guys like Fortin or J-Mart, whether my co-host over here thought that J-Mart was never going to be a title guy to whatever. 
lot of people in the industry thought he was, but it was pretty much Fortner. Those guys get hurt early. He hasn't raced the entire season. Now, whether he would have won or not, that's fine. But it's the same thing to be said about when Chad Reed beat Stu or won the 2008 title. Didn't race Stu the entire year. He won it. A lot of people think that he got that handed to him. Jet, like I said, I'm not saying he wouldn't have won the title no matter what, but he raced two races against those guys when they were healthy. He won one of them, got second or third the other one. You got to race those guys more than twice and prove you can beat them consistently. Same thing goes for them on the flip side, and he just didn't do it. Like I said, would he have won it? Right. Still a possibility. But then, then like Travis comes over, well, like what if we go to the East West Shootout and you know he pecker slaps everybody else? What happens if he goes East West Shootout and Craig smokes him, and then he still wins the title? He's still he's not the fastest sure. guy in the class. I'm not trying to take anything sure. away from Jet. I just. I'm going to look at it a little bit different. It'd kind of be like, well, what happens if Jet gets hurt and McAdoo wins this title? Do we think he deserves it? Yes, part of it because he made it through the entire season that is racing. But let's be real. None of us really thought McAdoo would win this title straight up. If Jet gets hurt and McAdoo wins it, are you going to look at it the same? Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to, though. You just got you to gotta be smart. Like, you can't put an asterisk next to anybody's name because they – they made the right decisions. They didn't ride over their head. They chose smart lines that didn't send them over the bars. They didn't put themselves in a bad position off the start to uh, crash into somebody. You know, like I just think that part of the racecraft is every everything. It's not just I have raw speed. Oh, if it was just a raw speed race, it would be well. Let's just have our Supercross races be Red Bull straight rhythms every weekend. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, Josh Hansen and, would have a number one player. I know. <laughs> but, you know, it's like there's so many things that go into a, a championship. And so if you if you end up crashing and stuff, you got to kind of play the rewind button and say, OK, well, like, you know, like for Reed or something like that back in the day, not saying they do it now, but was I out last night drinking? Was I hung over? Mm-hmm. Like, did I have a bad qualifying time that gave me a get bad gate position now because i have a bad gate position i'm not hitting my lines that i would normally hit which caused me to crash and now i'm hurt like things like that you just got to kind of put into perspective and you kind of like what you know rc always says you gotta create your own luck and the harder you work the the more luck you have yeah, I, I totally agree with that. And like I said, I'm not trying to take anything away from Jet. Just me personally, I'm going to look at it a little bit different. Like I said, who knows? Maybe he still would have won the title. It's just one of those things that yeah. for me, if he goes out and wins the next, you know, wins, I don't think that's going to happen. But just say he wins the next, the rest of the rounds and he wins this title. For me personally, I have to look at it a little bit different going. He didn't beat the best guys. Yes, he was healthy enough. He made it through the entire season and that is part of it. But it's just, it's going to yeah. be a little bit different for me. Kind of like the year in 2010 when Dungey beat Villapoto. That's the core fan in you. That is a core fan. I mean, I've been around this for a long time. I've seen Bingo. a, I've seen yeah. a lot of guys win titles. Yes. They were more consistent and they made it through the entire season. Groundbreaking discovery. When they <laughs> were head to head, they weren't better the entire season. And it's part of it. You got to stay healthy. Everybody knows that. So I'm not trying to act like I'm taking yeah. anything away from jet. Just for me, it's going to be different, especially considering the way the Fortner thing happened. J Mark, like I said, whether you want to call him a title pick or not, but with the Fortner thing, like it's just unfortunate how that happened because that wasn't even Fortner's fault. Now, Fortner would have imploded like he has his entire career. We'd have a different conversation, but I don't know. Right. I just, I'm not trying to take anything away from Jet. 
it's just one of those things for me. I'm going to look at it a little bit different, like what could have been. And who knows? Maybe he still would have won either way. Like, we don't know. Well, the way he was riding that night, he might he might have even won that race because, dude, he was on freaking rails. Like, oh, anything. Yeah, I, I don't know sure. how you ca- I don't know how you catch a guy like Forkner who's, you know, in years past, he's, he was super fast. And, like, for him to just, you know, be gaining that much time on him per lap was – it was pretty impressive. And – the kids, the, the kids fast. He, he seems like he's got the whole package going. Sometimes he just rides over his head, but I think it's badass though. He's that kid is like a, a James Stewart because I mean, if you look back at like at Carmichael in like '97, '96 on the 125, like James Stewart, like them dudes had a lot of nasty crashes back then, but mm-hmm. they were like fully sending it out. Like they did not give two shits about points, nothing. They were like, I'm going to win or I'm going to die trying. I think that's how Jet is. And that's something that we really haven't seen in a long time, which creates a lot of fans and a lot of people that are pissed off because, you know, when he drops the ball, it gives them the reason to hate on him. And then when he wins, it's like people that support him are like, dude, like, look at this kid. Oh, man. God, there's a guy sitting across the table from us right now that are like that. Just hopefully from our co- hopefully for Travis to say Jet wins his title because if he does it and he fumble fucks it, Travis is gonna have a meltdown. <laughs> we are fine. I would too, man. <laughs> we are we are fine look, over here. I Half was the paychecks go to Jetson.co. Look, bro, I was the not, the biggest James not. Stewart fan ever. Trust me, I feel the pain of all the Tomac fans and possibly what happened with Jet. I get it. My point is, is that for Travis to say hopefully he wins his title because if not. You might cry. We are you gonna, keep saying we. we. You're not a part of are, Jets program. We, I am. Me you're and, not. Me and just because you're a supporter. Talk, me and Mertz talk. Yeah, no, you totally don't. Fine. No, you don't. No, you don't. Don't, uh, talk don't lie. Don't lie. Through Rob. Through, yeah, me, we talk through, me through Mer- Rob. Me and Mertz talk. You don't talk to him. We talk to Rob. And Rob, never mind. You know I what? Mertz number. <laughs> really? Do you? Did you get it through a group text of other people? Yes. That's <laughs> yeah, my point. You didn't get through. At least I got it. Jeez. Cool. Have you ever texted him? Yeah. No, not yet. You have Lucas's number. No, not yet. Yeah, you're yeah, working on it. <laughs> I'm working on it. Look, we have other connections that know Myrtle, but no. 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 I'm working on it. No. I'm trying to get him on the show. Jacob Hayes. I mean, we could. Yeah, you know, I'm con- working on contact. it. Never mind. Anyway. I will, I, will say, I will say this. I actually, um, one of the kids I train, um, super good kid. Um, he's kind of going to be like a part of our, like our race team this year. Um and his sister, I hope his dad doesn't get pissed at me for telling you guys this, but his sister um, actually is like really good friends and, and text Jet all the time. Like they're actually oh boy. legit friends. <laughs> that is fucking awesome. Travis, yeah, that never, is. I'm jealous. Wow, of Travis her. just got really. Travis jealous. just got really like, dude. He got a frown <laughs> on his head. He was like, "Oh I my am. god." Travis has a band wow. crush on an 18 year old. It's fine. It's totally fine. There's nothing weird about it. Okay? <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of, you guys see his well, R80s guy? I don't care. It's pretty fucking sweet. Yeah, cool. Stu had like five. I know he needs to get something better. Like, yeah, yeah we should like get a get a Aventador. Yeah. What did Varsha say? I had like four of those. Yeah, we should yeah. get a Huracan. How about you just get an Aventador? Yeah, that would be sweet. Yeah. Should have got an Acura NSX. No, those are gay. Anyway, it was a 1991, maybe. <laughs> the 1991, yeah. You guys got anything else for Kurt 
before we let him go here and wrap no, the I'm, show up. I'm good. I just I just got to throw some Toledo love out for Chris oh Prebula. Made the night show on the 450. Yeah, good class. for Chris. He did. Yeah, I saw that. That was awesome. Good for Chris. That's it. That's, <laughs> that was, That's that, awesome. That was it. Okay. Ah, that was good. Cool. All right. Well, Kurt, thanks for coming on, thanks, buddy. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Yeah, really appreciate it. Uh, make sure to check them out, InsideTheGateDrop.com. Correct? Is that, did I say that right? Yeah, it, it's uh, InsideGateDrop.com. Okay. And then, but, yeah, our, our Facebook and Instagram and all that is InsideTheGateDrop. Yeah, like I said, man, big thing is we just – we're uh, trying to make kids ride safer, have fun, have a place to go, you know, in between motos and races and practices to, you know, be helped with and, and just kind of have that, that coaching mentor, that mentorship for for our sport because, you know, no. you don't really have that around. No. And, um, you know, big thing, too, is like even going to the races and stuff. It's like we have all these people that train kids and – but – Imagine like your coach in high school, if like you played football or basketball, like they train you during the week, but then they never show up to your games and then they try coaching you like, you know, during the week again, it's like, well, you didn't really see what they actually did wrong. So that's a big thing for me is like all the guys that go to these races, whether it's, you know, whatever races they go to, like I kind of follow them and make sure I'm at those races and like, I'm taking notes and like, okay, this kid did this, this kid this and then when we get back to our you know our camps during the week again or open rides and practices at the tracks like i go over that stuff with those kids so you and rhino so, would get along real well <laughs> yeah i i you know what it's funny you say that because um i i feel like i could i i would be actually like good friends with him oh I feel for like sure we'd yeah. get along really well for sure no i i like like your mission and stuff too like i like I, to go like yeah for the for the new people in the sport, like motocross is very uh, clicky. Oh, it's, it's like mean, high school girls. Oh, yeah, super. and it's and yeah. I mean, I'm guilty of it. You're no, we're all guilty. guilty of we're it. all guilty of it. Like Part we of it. we all make fun of the kid that starts his bike up and puts it on rev as soon as he <laughs> starts. You know. Yeah, you guys are fucking assholes to me. Look, I. Just- <laughs> I just make fun of it because I usually was the guy that had to rebuild that motor after it grenaded. So yeah, I, I mean it's just I, I hate it, and, and I'm glad that there's somebody out there that realizes it and is doing something to to take care of it. So yep. like, yeah, you I will con- you. continue to do it, <laughs> but yet he will continue. No, dude, like to I really cool thought about like just track. making videos. Like, no, no. don't be the guy that shows up to the track fully geared out because you'll get made fun of. <laughs> you roll up to sign, so up. I can't wear my <laughs> like gear you, to the track. You got your goggles on your do helmet. You gear and up sign at home up? and drive to the track with all your gear on. I don't want my woody hanging out in front oh, of everyone at the track. Oh my all right? god. It's big. It drags on the ground. It's a uh, fucking problem. Oh, okay. You're off the rails now. Oh, oh god. Terrible. But no. I, but back to my point. Speaking of that, is what? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! Please don't bring up the Barsha thing. Please don't bring up that. <laughs> oh, Barsha can relate to that. Oh, dude. No. You know what's funny? Oh. Now that you brought, I wasn't gonna say that. I wasn't gonna say anything about that. But now that you mentioned it, I. I've noticed that. Oh. Like, <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, we're all like, comfortable with our sexuality. Yeah. We all got Whoa! Here we go. All right. I think oh. you're, you're married, uh, Kurt, correct? Cut. Married? Got a girlfriend? <laughs> oh, God. Why? Mm. Married. 
Okay, I mean, we're all comfortable enough, and we have women to, to respect the man's unit. Look, man, oh my God. can we like, can he's we working with a decent unit? Can we wrap this up and talk about this off camera? Like we talked about this enough three shows ago. I don't want to talk about the man's unit. We don't anymore. need another fifteen minute segment it's, it's on the pants. It's the it's the fleets. It's the Jesus. <laughs> I mean, but still, look, man, he's got some big shoes on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, he, all right, Cole, stop. He's got a nine iron. Stop oh for God. the love stop. of God, bro. He's got a Louisville Slugger. Oh, my God. Sorry. Oh, my God. All right, whatever. We're done. Off the rails. Whatever. Kurt, oh, thank you for man. coming thank on. Thank you, buddy. Appreciate it. Yeah. Appreciate you see it. RJ, tell him I said hello. We used to spend some time in a motorhome going south, so. Um, that sounded weird. <laughs> that was a terrible segue. That was a I mean, terrible well, thing after was, talking about. RJ was with us all when we went to Canada. We get it, the whole we get it bro, but that was a terrible segue. I, think about... <laughs> Whatever. Never mind. Anyway, I'll, t- I'll tell you this. You know, motor home Kurt, going south, you fucking turd. <laughs> Kurt, thanks for coming out, man. We really appreciate <laughs> it. Sorry this rails, went south sorry. at the end here. Uh, but hey, we appreciate having you on, and uh, we'll have you on again sometime. All right, buddy? Yeah, I appreciate it. Thanks a lot, and it was uh, nice talking. Yeah. Have a good night, man. No problem. Thank Thanks, you. buddy. Later. Yeah. All right. Kurt from Inside Gate Drop. Nice dude. <sighs> Sorry that went off the rails. That, that yeah, went way off the rails. That was going Christ. so well. I mean, last... he was into it. He to was into it. Time. He was, but we were not doing another <laughs> he could 15. relate to your tiny wiener. We were not, oh doing, another, we were not doing another 15 minutes about wieners. Oh, okay? my God. Stop. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, Nick, my knee give hurts. Give some credit. We're my wrapping. Knee. Okay. All the credit in the world to the man. Like, good for his wife. We're wrapping this up. We Ugh. have stuff to do. All right. Shut so the fuck this up. Has been, this has been... An, uh, I'm muting you two. I'm muting you two. All right. This has been another episode of the Moto Aftermath Show presented by TLR Coatings, Energy Fuel, Premier Custom Trailers. Thanks to all our sponsors there on board. Alias Sport, Dirt Bike Depot, JT Cycle, Adept Creative Co., Gutterworks, Isaac Nelson Designs, Holster Co. Check them all out. Links in the description. Hey. Who, who you win, two fucking morons. Who, win, who wins Detroit? Uh, Kyle Chisholm on the Star Yamaha, which we didn't even get to talk Breaking about. Breaking news. Eli Tomac and Jet. Jason Anderson and Jet. Jason Anderson. <laughs> you were searching so hard Jason to say somebody Anderson else. Jason Anderson. Enzo Lopes. And Jordan Smith. God, that'd wow. be awesome. I would love to be there when Smitty gets a win, and I could look you right in the eye and go, fuck <laughs> you. And then the next week, he hits the I deck. Don't, I don't know. I'm just thinking so. Jet tucks the front wheel or something, but Jordan God, Smith, I, I remember so. that one race. He, he won it. That was his breakthrough win. Yeah, and the Detroit. KTM. That was yeah. great. That was a good one. So, yep. Yeah, so, him, good vibes. Uh, good vibes. Him and Joey got into in that race. Yeah. Good vibes. Anyway, all right. Thanks, everyone, Thank for joining you. us. Episode 193. We'll be back next week to talk about Detroit, which we are all going to, right? You're going to, I'll be there. Are we doing vlogs? Are we doing vlogs? No. We we have Seder doing stuff. Oh, I'm that's right. No yep. longer carrying a camera to the race at all. God, I love oh, it. Oh, I so. am for St. Louis. All right. Well, St. Louis. Okay, we, can do some st- we can do some stories on the way on the drive. Yeah, down. whatever. So anyway, all right. Thanks, everybody, Thank for you. tuning in. We'll see you all next week. Doses.